welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, happy Listen to Your Heart Tuesday, Broads. You know what, Becca? It was, you know what? (laughs) You know what? It was good. It was a much better episode. You know what's weird, though, is like I've been hearing from many people that they like, like Howard Stern says he likes listening to your heart better than The Bachelor. (gasps) Really? Apparently. And then I was listening to uh, H3 and they always watch The Bachelor and they're like, I'm obsessed with listening to your heart. And this was last week after that shitty episode. So I don't know. I guess I guess the four other people who are watching it really (laughs) stan. And they're famous people, apparently. I think that, like, it's just so interesting because I feel like there's two extreme reactions towards it. Yeah. Um, I feel kind of in the middle, but I did enjoy this episode a lot more than the last episode. Well, um, the producers, I, they listened to me. They tapped in. <laughs> they tapped in. They gave us what we needed. They mixed shit up. It felt a little more like MTV-ish, which is what I needed. Yeah. No more of this just like you guys just you pick a couple two weeks in and you just stay together forever. It's like, no, we need some stuff to catch on fire a little bit. Although I have to say they are dwindling rapidly. Like the show is ending quickly. I know. I think it's May. I don't know if this date may be off, but I think May 18th is the final episode. Oh, wow. Because I think they talked about extending it like one week longer than it even was because they're, you know, trying to extend Bachelor stuff, which speaking of extending Bachelor stuff, the official announcement has come that starting in June... I guess we won't be recapping your season in its entirety because ABC has decided to put a 10-week series out and each episode, each Monday, is going to do like three hours on one Bachelor season. Three (laughs) hours? Bruh, what? Bruh. But I guess it's just, it's highlights and then like catching up and finding like behind the scenes tea. I guess it'll be Bachelorette and Bachelor. They're going to mix it up. I wonder if they'll do JoJo's and talk about Chad now. Oh, my God. And talk about his OnlyFans and all that stuff. (laughs) I doubt. I highly doubt it. I sure hope that they give us some insight into that. (laughs) I want the tea. I think they will do my season because obviously of how controversial everything was. They have to do your season. Also, it's one of the few success stories that remain. Totally. Considering, in, like, especially in recent years, no one's been working out. So it's like definitely Ari and Lauren are, you know, a prime example of love in a in a Peter, not Maddie, Peter Kelly type way. <laughs> and I'm Dude, so curious if they're going to give you the highlights and the spotlight that you deserve. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> I'll not be very <laughs> Not the deserve part, but... I think that they are going to make it a lot about um, the Becca and Lauren thing. Yeah. I think that that's going to be like, a, a, I mean, it'll be a it obviously uh, by the end of the season. Obviously, it was like the biggest highlight of the yeah. season. I'm so curious what they're going to do and like how far back are they going to give us like Trisha's episode? Are they going to go that far back into the archives? Or are they just wow. going to do more like recent years? Like, you know, they're going to do Ben Higgins, obviously. They'll yes. do Nick's. 
They'll do rage. Well, they'll do all the Bachelorette season. I'm sure they will do JoJo's because, again, success. They, they're going to want to focus on the success they're gonna, stories. Yeah, the success ones are going to be it. That's that's they're going to. Well, and they'll probably do Caitlyn's because then they probably won't do Becca's. They'll probably have Becca just talk a lot about Ari's season. Yeah, I think they'll probably do Caitlyn's, though, because obviously now she's with like Jason. Don't know why Jason. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why I completely blanked on his name. They'll probably do her season. Um, I you know what I'm I wonder actually... if they'll do Chris Souls because Ashley's with Jared <gasps> yes and since Victoria F is now with Chris Souls oh my god the tea I actually don't think they will <laughs> after all the scandal with Chris I feel like that, that oh they, that is they bad PR and with Victoria bad PR on both ends for them yeah I you know what I'm really excited I was though I was looking forward to recapping your season and I'm sure at some point it'll end up happening but I think that this will be like in the interim since we aren't getting Bachelor in Paradise not getting the Bachelor yeah. until September I'm excited to like have you know basically the cliff note versions of some of these seasons especially because there's so many new younger viewers yeah. that everyone's gonna find out more information on batch nation so then when we are making comparisons about like oh remember in you know such and such a season that it's not like who's that we have no idea of course they'll show Juan Pablo's season I mean I feel like they have to because of Claire I feel I really hope that they um I really hope that they don't do Peter's, Hannah's, or Colton's. I don't think they would, would but I just like really hope they don't. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I all I could think about though, B, is think about if you were a villain on a season and you struggled through the bad PR during the season. The, the six months that followed and then years later you're like wow finally that's behind me and then they decide to reboot your season and now I think they'll do I think they'll do a spin on it because think about like Ari's season with Crystal and how she ended up getting engaged to Chris I mean they all so many of them have character arcs think of Olivia on Ben's True. season but and now there's everyone still loves some her. I mean like I don't know I'm sure that there's a few that like are not in this redeemable spot and they have to relive their villainy and now we're in the social media era where they're gonna just get <laughs> you know who I want to check in on who was the girl I actually had people say I looked like her, which I was so flattered by. The one that actually Ari dated, who the model. Oh, oh, um, oh shit! You know who I'm talking about, but are you talking about the one who wrote the um, the like, but like the autobiography or whatever? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. Uh, she's yeah. You guys do kind of look similar. Um, what's her name? Ben, Ben and Courtney. Yes. Courtney Robinson. Oh, and then because their season was kind of infamous because wasn't she the villain that basically won? She was the villain that won. She was the villain that won. And, uh, yeah. And then she came out and she wrote her book and she spilled all the tea about how Ari is the best lover apparently ever. (laughs) (laughs) Which many women have agreed upon at this point. So (laughs) props to but that was crazy i mean i didn't i didn't actually watch that season i just saw the highlights from that season and i thought it was pretty crazy because she was like the most hated yeah i watched i was in and out with that season that would be a good one to cover 
Yeah, but you wonder too, like how political is it going to get? They're going to want to choose their the batch the batch nation sweethearts are going to get their immediate spot to like have their recapped episode. I'm sure. Yeah, I suppose so. I wonder if like they'll do. I wonder if they will do Emily's. Yeah, that would be a really good one. Emily's season was great. I know. I didn't watch it till after after I came off. Uh, oh, I wonder if they're going to do Allie's season. Allie's season I hope was they really do, good. I, that was the first season I ever watched, yeah. and I thought it was really good. And my and my like major crush was on that season. What happened though with Allie getting booted from Bachelor Happy Hour? I don't know. I, I actually have no info. I think she I don't think she got booted. I think she left. Not booted. I, I, I use that word generously, but No, but I think she it was I short think she left, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, okay, so that'll be fun. And then also, uh, I'm sure you saw Hannah and Pete's TikTok. You mean I'm not Hannah, <laughs> Kelly. Jesus. Um, not only did I see their TikTok, I see saw his post. <sighs> I saw Jim's post, aka Peter Sr. I saw Barb's post. I only follow Barb out of the whole family, I think. So I only Everyone saw Barb. Everyone in the family did like double middle How fingers to weird. everyone it's bizarre it's like you guys aren't did you see the collage barb <laughs> you know barb worked on that collage for a hot minute she was like i downloaded the app i have my collage my baby boy is finally oh getting the sexy God. sex that he and her, needs. her caption serendipity with hearts Barb's just like I planted this seed and I got what I wanted the entire time like this woman was following Kelly before all this shit started she got what she wanted she got the daughter-in-law ish that she wanted now the whole thing that is just bizarre to me is that Pete does this whole press tour basically on all these podcasts Saying how they're just friends. Yes. Why Why then, like, a few days later, decide to make the announcement? Like, I understand sometimes in relationships, you don't know quite where you are. So you're like, we're not going to say officially that we're boyfriend-girlfriend yet. And I know that they had, right. they mentioned that, like, you know, they didn't want to deal with the heat of people and whatever. But it's like, you're quarantined together. You're talking with each other. You're talking about each other on other people's podcasts. And then like a few days later, you do this big announcement and you make this TikTok about like nobody you maybe know, wants to see was... us together. And you're just like, I, I don't <laughs> understand. Maybe she was hesitant. I understand both of them being hesitant. It's just the speed in which they decided to come out and say that they like are seeing each other, but not like dating, dating. And then going to that from like the whole family is like proclaiming that like the heir to the Weber throne is now Kelly. It's like, it's like the Royal (laughs) family just came out and announced all this. It's very weird. Kelly didn't even post about him. (laughs) Kelly's just like, on her Instagram. I think it must be on her end, right? She's, She's like, like, your I- family's a little intense. We're working on that. We basically just finally did a Zoom call, a Weber family Zoom call, told them we're officially together. And without my permission, they posted all this shit about us. A collage, in fact. I don't get it. I'm over it. I hope I never have to see them. This is how, this is how I've started to feel after every season. I'm like, I hope I never have to see them again on my phone or TV. That's the problem with the social media piece. There is. Yes. Do I love the tea for sure? But there's a certain level of like after a season ends that I'm like, I don't want to know anymore. Like, 
I, I like do, the mystery. I, do, I don't care. And it just kills. I don't care. It kills the mystique. I'm like, I kind of like not knowing if you guys ever ended up together, or if you ever hooked up <laughs> after the show. You know, and again, though, I think it's different. I think it's different now with the past couple seasons when people are just dating. Like, I think that for me, there's a much greater level of like, I don't really care. You guys are going to break up in a year and a half and like announce it in matching Instagram posts. Like it's like, true. huh? It's you know, it's like when people get engaged and when they're married and like when they're, you know, t- all that kind of stuff gets me a little bit more. I'm a little bit more connected. I'm a little bit more invested because I'm actually curious, like, is a future going to happen with these people? And yeah. with the past few seasons, I just haven't really had any. I mean, Colton and Cassie are obviously still going strong, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a very they're they're very like young dating relationships that I just don't feel a strong connection to or a strong like hope in. Yeah. And I'm like, God bless. Like, I get it. You, you know, you're not ready to to settle into that but it's just weird being on these shows that are all about marriage and then like everything's ending in these kind of like I think we're together because I still at this point I still don't even understand or know if Hannah and Tyler are together and I don't even know does anyone know I don't think it's like a known thing but they like are flirty and cute with each other but like I have no idea what's going on and you know at at a certain point yeah you're like I can't keep up with it it's like it's like dealing with my one of my good friends in college who every other week her and her boyfriend were on they exactly. were off they were on exactly. they were off that's and at a exactly. certain point I was just like love you don't want to hear about it anymore that's exactly what I mean by young relationships obviously I'm a young person in a relationship I'm just talking about like it's like like you said sort of like a college dating thing where you can't keep up <laughs> yeah and you're not really thinking it's going to end in these two getting married Pro- like probably not I mean you never know but I would you never you don't I don't I, I don't and I wish them well yeah and I, I wish them well and I wish them off my tv <laughs> I wish them well and I wish them be gone <laughs> well uh I'm I, I think is there any other bachelor t- well, well Hannah Ann was spotted with that with- football player I, I'm so I don't know sports I'm like I don't know who he is he someone knew she started quarantining with <laughs> we, know, we know how batch nation loves to start quarantining mid quarantine with all new partners i don't it's just not part of the rules guys but here we are again <laughs> i know nothing about him i don't know if he has a good reputation but he looks super cute they do look super cute together you and know what's f- she is one it, who i wish uh great tidings and i hope that it, she is very it's, happy it's funny because i feel like so many of these girls off the season are probably like well Paradise isn't happening. <laughs> Guess it's time to start sliding in some DMs. Wait, in the first couple weeks of quarantine, like this may happen. This may happen, right? They might. It might get postponed. Now that sucks for some of those people who were like, I, I was gonna have my my second chance on Bachelor. I was gonna get those because double like we note, talked those about, numbers. Yeah. Like we talked about, there's only like two or three people off of Pete's season that even got like screen time, pretty much. Yeah. Oh Lord. It, it it was like someone like McKenna was banking on Paradise. Oh my god, I already forgot about her. <laughs> it's devastating. I would be so devastated it's if I was McKenna. <laughs> I completely especially, forgot about especially her. Especially at the at the 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 reun- not the reunion but the um the women tell all and she had her like crazy speeches prepared. <gasps> And she was like ready to go on Paradise and it's someone like someone check in on her. Is <laughs> she okay? <laughs> I guess they could have I mean maybe they'll have a this next season of Paradise they'll have a really bulked up season and have like double the amount of people and have a ton of different people from uh the different seasons. 
Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like, I you know, know, with Paradise, they reach sometimes and go like to past, past seasons. Maybe it'll just be in the past like few seasons that we missed. Oy vey. Anyway, Oy vey. Um, well, I'm ready. Uh, the one other thing that I did want to talk about quick before we do get into this, and it has to do with listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. So remember Josh from week one, shaved head or, or like bald head. Oh, Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't remember him at all. And I don't think anyone else will. But, but he came out and he was like, you know, did the double middle fingers to ABC and was like, you didn't air, you know, whatever. He he basically made a post and he again, I don't I really don't remember who this guy is, but he made a post on Instagram. He has a middle finger or middle fingers up and he's like to ABC who didn't air the real reason I left, which, of course, is that everyone's like. <laughs> spill spill and so here's the thing we you know the broads were like get him on i was like i reached out whatever well he had already spilled to like certain magazines so i was like all right if we're not the first then i'll just take what they say and you know <laughs> you're not one of the main characters that we have an art going with right now so we're not right. gonna so basically what the deal is is that and this is interesting because it does add a, a, a weird spin to it um because josh and julia if you remember night one Julia, <gasps> yes, yes, the bald guy, yes, the I, handsome, the handsome bald I didn't, one. yeah, I didn't recognize him in his Instagram photo. So, yes. so if broads, if you don't remember, Julia had been interested in Brandon, she but then that Mac kind of fizzled. And, she macked yeah. with Brandon, but that kind of fizzled because Brandon and Savannah started to talk. But then she started to talk with Sheridan, and then Josh, and then that was Sheridan was nervous who she would choose. Well, apparently Josh and um, Josh and Julia had confirmed that they were going to that she was going to give him her rose. So he says they confirm this. So what happened was in the rose ceremony, Mel, emotional Mel, who left last week, gave Josh her rose. Yeah. Not Gabe. Josh said no thank you and stepped back yeah, to quote from life and style magazine he said he had a much stronger connection than what was aired with 20 with julia and turned down a rose from mel so he turned down the rose from mel he he said that wasn't just some random kiss at the end with julia it was enough of a connection that i told julia i wasn't going to accept a rose from anyone else so Damn. He steps back, says, no, thank you, Mel. And then they say, Mel, pick someone else. And she picked Gabe, which was why it was so random. And we're like, why why is she like? yeah. Yeah. So then Julia throws Josh for a loop and picks Sheridan. So this is another puzzle piece. And then, of course, Batch Producers, this is a perfect example of you can't always believe what you see on the show because we didn't see that any of this happened. Yeah, Julia and I wonder if initially, well, I guess they would have known afterwards, but it just uh, it, it continues to confirm that Julia is a little all over the place because she yeah. had confirmed or Josh at least thought it was pretty confirmed, and then she didn't give it to Josh, and yeah, so very interesting, very interesting broads is all I'm saying. It's gonna add to a little bit of this spicy tea that was full in this episode. All right. Well, do you, do you want to talk about the best cat litter ever before we? I think that jump that sounds like a like a like a proper idea. The best cat litter. And listen, here's the thing. I 
don't have a cat, but I do know that whenever I go over to Evan's parents' house, I just stare at that cat and I think like life is a guessing game with this cat. When he's meowing, I'm like, are you hungry? Are you mad? Do you just want attention? Um, now that I think of it, it's kind of the same having Ember, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but would it be amazing if there was some way to have some insight into how your cat is doing, especially when it comes to their health? And like Becca said, say no more. Pretty Litter is it. It is the world's smartest kitty litter, and it has found the way to do all of this for you. Well, you know, we have our two little kitties in the family, and Ruth is incredibly attached to them. Yes, she is. I mean, so it, cute. They're, they're the best of friends. It's like the only word she says is kitty. Uh, but I have the peace of mind knowing that if they're sick, Pretty Litter can detect it through their proprietary formula before we have noticed a problem. So the litter automatically changes color if there's any detection of a variety of illnesses present which is pretty crazy of course this isn't a skip the vet kind of moment but rather you get the extra peace of mind knowing that this amazing litter will give you a heads up to something before that you might not notice like a uti plus pretty litter is made with no additives and is derived from naturally occurring minerals so it's 100 safe for your cat and thanks to Pretty Litter's specialized de-dusting process, the litter is virtually dust-free. That means yes. no, it's amazing. It's no little little cute paw prints trailed across your floor. And then even though it sounds cute, anyone that has used traditional litter and has those kitty prints all over the house knows that it is far from cute. And that's no sneezing for people like me, um, which has been amazing whenever I go over to you know, whether it be Evan's family's house or my dad's house, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not sneezing constantly. They're using Pretty Litter. Um, it also comes in a very small bag that, hey, is delivered straight to your door, which with the times right now is perfect. Make the switch to Pretty Litter today and visit prettylitter.com. Use promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code chatty for 20% off. Prettylitter.com, promo code chatty. And yeah, I I tried using another litter and I noticed when I put it in the box, there's a whole dust storm that I'm like, I don't feel like I should be breathing this in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It's sneeze central for me when that happens. Um, All right. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. So so we uh, start, you know, the next morning where Brandon and Savannah are officially quote-unquote together now um after yeah. the rose ceremony they do seem like the most normal couple but i was still this is before watching the whole episode where i'm taking my notes i was like there's still something super super shady about him oh That's he's yeah we said it last episode he's a shade ball you can't you couldn't put your finger on it and you're just like uh and then especially especially last week after the way that he handled savannah approaching him and he made some of those weird comments directed towards her and it was just like no 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 oh well it just gets better this week oh it Um, just gets better well julia and sheridan are pretending to like each other again or i I should say julia is pretending she's thinks that they still have (laughs) potential and i don't know if you noticed this I took a photo of this because I was just like, what is going on? Has Julia driven Cher Bear to the bottle? Because it is a morning scene. (laughs) They are eating cantaloupe and sweet melon. And he has a glass of red wine that he's drinking. And I'm like, it can't be red wine, right? But it's in a 
red wine glass and it looks like red wine. And I was like, pomegranate juice. We'll give him the benefit. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But I also in the bottle early. But I also give him the benefit of the doubt, having to deal with Julia the past couple episodes. My God. So we share Barry's drinking all over the place. Juice of the gods at nine a.m. in the morning. I have some actually though. I had some mixed feelings about Sheridan this episode. Really? Which we'll get into. Okay. I'm interested to hear I have these. some mixed feelings. Okay. I have some mixed feelings. Oh, um, spicy. I like this. Um, well, Chris what Harrison. happens? Chris, yeah, he comes in. <laughs> Chris Harrison shows up. He threw shade at Danny and Becca. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> He's like, did anyone else notice the lack of chemistry and talent in those two? Wow. We, we could not get those two out fast enough. <laughs> I felt like Danny was kind of vying for my position as a host, considering he does look just like Ryan Seacrest and he talks like this. So I was getting a little nervous to cut him off at the knees. Get him out of here. Um, Well, we find out that everything's getting switched up, which God bless the producers. Which is hilarious. They cut to Julia and she goes, oh, wow. (laughs) You're like, Julia knows exactly what's coming. She is living. She was like, I guess I'm going to act happy this morning because at least the judges liked our performance last night with Cher Bear. Um, But now I'm potentially getting a shot with Brandon. This day just keeps getting better and better. Um, Well, I oh, by the way, I do have to throw this out there. um, You know, Chris Harrison is is the ultimate puppet master in this. He's setting up the couples in the correct way to potentially cause drama And, you know, he drops the final, like, you know, make sure that you listen to your heart. And I saw there's a Bachelor meme uh, Instagram account. I think it's called uh, Bachelor Reality with, uh, like, spelled T-T-E-A. And they had this meme that had the first scene of Listen to Your Heart where Chris Harrison is going off about A Star is Born and is like, we want to recreate that. And the meme said, I don't think Chris Harrison has seen the ending of A Star is Born. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it was yeah, like, not exactly the happiest the movie. The reality hit me. I was like, oh my God, it's so, it's the most depressing sad movie ever. An incredibly ever. broken like unhealthy relationship with like a very sick person and like someone who is who's so, trying to drag so ill and it's just like someone who is hurting and it is an incredible love story but like the Dude. most painful love story to watch ever and they're like let's recreate this and try to make well, it just is, sweet and romantic. This is kind of a tangent but at the end of Listen to Your Heart I was literally like Fuck Bradley Cooper. Bye. Stop dragging Gaga down. Are we talking You're about oh, a star is born? <laughs> yeah, a star is born. What did I say? Listen to your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's all no, the same a star now. is born. A star is born. Um Yeah, I I at the end of it, I was like, fuck this guy. He's holding her back from living her best life. Like let Lady Gaga. And live. now she's saying she'll never love again. No. Get back out there. Find yourself a man who's gonna support you and support your career. Gaga, you, you will queen. find love again. I, you will. I think all that Chris Harrison watched was probably the Oscar performance between Gaga and Bradley Cooper <laughs> that was steamy. And that was probably all that he saw. I was He's like, We need to get this on our show. <laughs> we need this. We need this energy. This was trending worldwide. 
Um, anyways, oh I saw that meme and I was dying because I hadn't thought I of that. that. Um, well, the mix-ups were kind of like dumb. Like Jamie and Ryan, obviously, I they I don't think they're gonna have chemistry together. Chris and Rudy, I mean, there, there's nothing notable about any of these mix-ups except, of course, wow, who would have guessed Julia and Brandon? Surprise, surprise! And Brandon's reaction is just like he leans in when he said Julia and Brandon. He's like, okay. And I'm like, dude, in front of everyone? <laughs> I think he's a little confused. Like, I think he's a little... I can't... I don't know what's going on with I don't him. understand. Like, I understand that I don't like him. But other than that, I'm just like, dude, like... I'm like, does he realize, like, what a liar he is? Do you realize you have no sense of self that, like, you just... Ba- like, you just said no to Julia... Finally, like, let's make it work with Savannah. And then you're about to get it mixed up and you lean and go, "Okay, let's do this. And it's just like, this is inappropriate in this situation. What you should be doing is leaning back, have your arm around Savannah and be like, it's okay, babe. It's okay." And then like throw a wink at Julia if you're into that. But like in front of everyone, my God, have some decency. Yeah. Well, then Julia is talking to Sheridan. She's like, I don't imagine this changing anything and i'm like i don't imagine how that could be true (laughs) in any way (laughs) no one Uh, believes you (laughs) that's did we see i don't have it in my notes did we see savannah and brandon talk before they leave for their date um no i don't think so i don't think so either i don't have anything written all i know is that interesting is that fucking brandon after chris harrison walks out he's just like well you know i hope that uh we can all just look at this as part of this adventure that we've chosen to go on and it's just like shut up brandon <laughs> no we don't no one first of all we all just auditioned for this thinking it was purely music now we're in this relationship <laughs> situation and now they're throwing us curveballs left and right come on dude like well so the reason i asked if we had seen the conversation is because you know, we hear Savannah say later that like Brandon promised that it wasn't going to change anything, but I don't think we actually saw any footage of that before the date. No, and and my but my thought Which I'm was sure, I'm sure it's true. I'm just I yeah I just it, was wondering considering if we missed the it. way that he acted afterwards, I wouldn't be surprised. But also, even if no. he didn't promise that, the conversation they had last week would have, in my opinion, I would have had, I would have assumed that it wouldn't change oh, yeah. anything. Like oh yeah, you know what I mean. That's a very fair assumption, even if nothing is. Yes, it felt fairly commun like communicated well. Well, okay. So <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. This is like the first start of just the one little thing that I have to say I don't love about Sheridan. Okay, spill this. Well, okay. I'm gonna sound like I'm nitpicking with this one comment, but there was just like more later. He's like, normally girls go for the dick, not the nice guy, and I was like, that was just my first little like. Whenever a guy refers to themselves as, like, the nice guy that, like, never gets chosen. Yeah. Which I'm sure is true for Sheridan. But also throughout this episode, I was getting a little twinge and maybe a little PTSD from the guy who was like, why do you always go for guys like that? Like, why can't you go for me? And it's like, because I'm not attracted to you and you need to leave me alone (laughs) and stop calling me. Okay. And I know you're a nice guy and please leave me alone. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I follow that track. But my (laughs) thing is Julia has continued to go back and reaffirm Sheridan every single time. Yes. So it feels like if I was Sheridan, I would be like, okay, well, every like, again, we didn't see this, but she chose Sheridan over Josh first week. Oh, yeah. Technically, she chose 
technically, I guess she chose Sheridan over Brandon. And then the following week, again, she keeps choosing Sheridan, even though she no, then is pulling I don't back. Think I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think I can. I think like I don't I can't really fault him for this thing with Julia, although it does seem like he sort of has. We'll get into it because yeah. he says some things later that I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, didn't no. love. I, I, I think I know what you're going to say. <clears throat> And I feel you. Well, it was just, I mean, I'll just say it later. He was just like, I thought that I would change her. And there she is falling back into her old patterns. Like, I thought I'd be the guy. And I'm like, why Why did you think that? Like, It's just like, you don't force stop. it, Sheridan. Just don't force it. But I but I also then, you know, it's hard. Because I, I had those those like moments a little bit too. But then I just, like seeing their conversation later, which we'll talk about, I was just like, dude, I would have, if I would have been Sheridan, I would have flipped tables leaving this house. Like, cause I'd be like, I've been so patient in this circumstance. You coming to me every week being like, I still need to figure it out. And me kind of being like, all right, I'll give you space. I won't judge you. I'll let you do what you need to do. And then this happens. But at the same time, I felt like he sort of knew that that was the track it's headed down. And I do always throw just the the smallest bit of responsibility onto the person of like you didn't have to stay all this time when you were being dragged through the mud by this person of course it's a it's a mark jessica love is blind situation also though but also yeah. sheridan he's getting screen well, time sheridan for his no, music Sher- and he's been getting you know true did he make the correct choice staying longer i think so because people this, love him that's true you know actually <laughs> you're you're not wrong in the end who won this julia stayed a little bit longer and sheridan came out the hero so here we are you know you make a good point you make a good point (laughs) um well they go on their dates um or they they begin to rudy is tripping out because we're seeing oh yeah how truly into matt Rudy is she is like and we saw it at the very end of the episode too she is like drooling over Matt pumping iron she is is he lifting weights with a teapot I couldn't tell if he was <laughs> I using it was actual kettle kettlebells bell. or yeah. if it was like a it I I thought it was a kettlebell and then I was like wait is that an actual kettle it's an actual kettle <laughs> an old kettle <laughs> forged in the like, fire also they didn't per- they didn't provide weights for us so then i'm like did he bring a kettlebell in his bag or is this a kettle that he's filled with rocks outside <laughs> of the the mansion because you got to make do he's very committed to his workout i don't know routine but rudy's instantly jealous immediately like the moment natasha gets within five feet yes and i get and it that. because N- natasha has that energy where she's got steal your man energy. <laughs> she is steal your man energy. And I don't think I didn't think that was what she was doing, even though when we see a preview at the for the end of next week's or for next week's episode, I'm a little curious as to what's maybe well, she happening. She's flirting it up with Matt and Trevor pretty hard. Like I don't know if she was actually trying to steal them, but I think she's like, look, me and Ryan aren't actually that into each other. Obviously, we're both just here for our careers, which by the way, fully bless and support yes so she's like so might as well flirt it up like what about a, a menage a trois <laughs> which i was a little like, bit like hey remember how like last or a few weeks ago you were like coming for trevor and that's like your girlfriend's <laughs> ex uh let's be careful or else oh your my girlfriend's God. not yeah, gonna be right. so happy i forgot she's just flirting it up with him i was like what i forgot about that i love you but like you're gonna maybe have some shit to deal with when you come home <laughs> 
your friend may not be so happy about a few of those comments about yeah, him very being interesting. hot. I don't know. Um, well, you know, I think everyone's on edge now. People, I think, are also flirting with people maybe they normally wouldn't because they're like, oh, my God, what if, you know, they leave yeah. me for this person or whatever since it's all getting mixed up. But, um, you know, Broody and Chris go on that date. And ob- if you can call it a date, they're just I, it's yeah. a friendship hang, which the irony is that they put them on like the first romantic looking date, really like a lovely picnic, even though it was a hundred yards from the mansion. Yeah, it's funny because they didn't really set up real dates for Rudy and Chris or Jamie and Ryan. No. And they were all just like, oh, you're my friend. OK, when can we go back? Like, no. when is this over? I guarantee that's what was happening the whole time with the producers. They're just like, so when can we go back? Like, we're not going to. Yeah. Well, they, nothing's going to happen. When they here. had the Jamie and Ryan date and it was a spa day. I'm like, 100 percent. I need to know, by the way, Ryan, please inform us. I'm convinced there was no there were no spa treatments. They literally I didn't see any. D- they 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 didn't give them a, a spa day. Come on, they, maybe they maybe they went and sat in like respective saunas, <laughs> yeah. like in their own little private room, or, or like even like maybe that. they like took them to like a different corner of the mansion and said throw these on. Because by the way, when the date oh started, and I didn't see the lower half of their body before they said it was a spa date, and I'm like, what? is Ryan wearing right now? I'm like, is he wearing a toga? I didn't know what that was either. I had no idea. This is why my theory is that they weren't actually like on a, a pink s- toga, wasn't it? No, it was white, but it had like, oh, it literally looked like a, like a Jesus toga. Like it was like a yes. Jesus outfit and he had like a brown it was string. A, it was a, it was not a toga. It was a, um, uh, why can't I think of what it's called? Not a cloak. A Jesus dress. <laughs> It's going to drive me nuts. But anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking a about. A tunic. A tunic. A tunic. Yes. But he had the tunic and he literally even had like the brown uh, string <laughs> tied around his waist. And she had like, and it looked like she had like a thick hemp belt. One of those ones that you wear. And I'm like, this is on the backside of the mansion. They threw these random white tunics on them and said it was a spa date because Lord knows those are not, you do not wear those. <laughs> those are not robes. Okay. I don't yeah, know I don't, what those are what's going on. But of course, Brandon and Julia get an actual sexy date at the Roxy. Oh, yeah. Brandon just keeps getting these like cool venues. And I was like, oh, Roxy talking about quarantine FOMO. I was just like, uh, I wanted. It just Although this was body. looking like a quarantine date because lo and behold, how many people were joined on them <laughs> on their date? Just one, just one guy. This guy, Joel, with sunglasses and a hood and a beanie. Joel, I was like, uh, can you sign me up for whatever show he's going on? Because <laughs> that's my type. I could not stand this guy immediately. <laughs> oh, no. The pink tinted glasses, the beanie with the hood. I'm just like, oh, lordy, lordy. That's my type. Well, guess what? Surprise, surprise. Uh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, ah, he's cute. I think I, I'd be into this guy. And then I was watching him longer and I was like, I know this guy. Why do I know this guy? And then I looked him up and I was like, ah, more mutual friends. I was wondering, actually, for some reason, when I saw him, I was like, oh, I feel like you, this I think, is I'm probably sure, I'm sure you've met him at one of the this house is parties. Someone probably in the extended c- circle. Yes, he is friends with the, the group of What's friends. What's his last name? Um, It is uh, Joel. Joel Krause. 
Interesting. Um, uh, C-R-O-U-S-E. If you notice. That's how he spells Kraus. If you notice, he was on. They said that he's worked with Ed Sheeran and toured with Taylor Swift. So you know exactly uh, who he knows and who he's friends with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Well, <laughs> so, so, so you hated him, but you probably oh, know him. <laughs> okay. How funny is this, though? Julia and Brandon are singing to him in the crowd. It is so awkward. <laughs> also, like, again, the pressure of these dates. Here, write a song from scratch, lyrics, melody, perform the song to one person within maybe, I'm guessing it's a two, three hour period. That's a lot of pressure. And know that it's going to be airing. So if your song blows... Everyone who's watching this is going to see it. I, and just plain, it was just hilarious to me because it was like the singer songwriter singing to just the two of you in the crowd, but it was the opposite. And he was just standing there right up in front of the mics being like, yep, just good, like, good work, y'all. Loving this. Is the bar open? Is on the rocks above? Is that open? Can I grab a drink up there? DJ parting up so there. Can I leave weird. this situation? It was so yeah, weird. Yeah, it was so uncomfortable. And like, what? Yeah, but the whole thing w- with them it is is the second that they're together, it's very obvious that Julia is like full in with Brandon. I mean, one hundred percent. Like this obviously. is not Cher Bear is not her person, and no. I mean, yeah, we already kind of knew that. But it was one of those things that you're like, okay, there's this little part in the back of my mind, like, are they gonna go on a date, and is Brandon, you know gonna be talk I didn't think he would be but I'm like is he gonna be talking about Savannah or something but I I kind of didn't think he was gonna get back with Julia but I had just this guy's so untrustworthy it's like he just can't say no the most untrustworthy like if you were with him you could be married to him for like 15 years and he'd be like yeah I don't know my ex just started making (laughs) out with me and who was I to say no I just it just happened you know sweetie calm down sweetie why are you so upset well, t- oh, we'll get into that whole gaslighting fiasco. But it's like the man has no backbone. None. He doesn't. He can't stick with his word. He he never like says what he actually means. I, I have no idea where he's just very like lost. And that's giving him a lot of credit. But it's like <laughs> he doesn't know. No, I don't know. No. Well, as they're <laughs> doing their deal at the uh, at the Roxy. Cher Bear is also back at home writing a song uh, for Julia. Another one. This this super dramatic coming back. Oh, no. Piano song. He says it's like it's the most depressing song I've ever heard. And he's like, it's for Julia. And the song is just like. I've always been the good guy. I was like, Sheridan, no, don't do that. Just just let it happen and just, you know, walk away and we all love you and just no. Well, so that's what was kind of difficult for me is because he was pretty much he said he I think he said in a matter of words that he was prepping himself to get dumped by her. But then also I'm like, wait, so if she said she wanted to stay with you, you would just like after... If you feel that strongly that she's going to leave you for Brandon, then she comes back and says she wants to be with you. You're still going to be with her? Like, again, at the end of the day, and this is no shade to Sheridan because I support this decision, I would be thinking about my musical career 
in the back of my head the whole time. It's and you true. can still be a good person. I know. I, keep, I do keep forgetting that. You can I keep still be a good that. person. I really do. Yeah. You can still be a good person and be like, hey, I signed up for a show initially where I was just going to be doing my music and I happen to be single. And yeah, I like this girl and, I, and I'm down to stay with her. Like, am I yeah. am I devastated when she leaves me? No, it hurts my pride, but I'm down to keep staying with her because I'm attracted to her yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know? That's kind of what I think is going on with personally with Ryan and Natasha. I think that they know. Oh, obviously. I think that they're attracted to each other, though. I think that they probably have fun making out and they are. Sure. They have fun. Clearly, they're, they like gossiping together and they enjoy each other's company. But it's like, we're in this for the music. We'll enjoy each other while we're here. And then, you know, yeah, whatever. I guess I just didn't get that vibe from Sheridan. Like, it yeah. seemed like he was really into <laughs> Julia. So I guess that's what sort of bothers me is I'm like, I'd rather you if it was just seemed like you were more here for your career. I don't know. I don't know. But well, all I know is that he, you know, he it was is wearing mixed medals now. He's wearing mixed medals. Share Bears going rogue. And, you know, he's living his truth. And, you know, can't fault him for well, it. <laughs> Julia and Brandon get back. And they're, it look, I was confused on what was going to happen. But they're both like, all right, all right, like, let's go break up with our respective partners. I guess we never like. saw the conversation at the Roxy where they had that, even though I guess. Did we even see the kiss aside from in the preview? Oh, no, we saw. Oh, did you not? See? Oh, OK. OK, not only was it a kiss, they start making out kind of out of nowhere. And Brandon is like fisting her hair, like just grabbing it, like oh, pulling no, it already, been... like yanking it already. And I was just like, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> this is this is it, it's just it was uncomfortable. And Gross. then Julia then was the one who made we didn't hear Brandon say this, though. But Julia to producers was like, I want to end up with Brandon. He's my guy. She she clarifies it to the camera. And then we're back at the mansion and, you know, I don't know. They have this weird moment where it seems as if they're both on the same page. If I would have been Julia and Brandon kisses me and says, we have some conversations we have to have and then we're going to link up right after. Like, it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. Kissing her, walking away. I am confident that he is going to end things with Savannah. If I was in Julia's shoes after him saying that to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was definitely the vibe that was going on. <laughs> and Brandon was like, we'll talk soon. You know, like we're going to get this sorted out to he, to Julia. Well, so, yeah. I mean. So she so Julia takes shares Sheridan aside. <laughs> you know, immediately. <laughs> I mean, she says whatever she says. Like, I don't think it's going to I don't think I can do this with you or whatever. Oh, wait, no. Even before that, he says, like, we need to talk. And he's like, about what? And she's all snappy. And she's like, why are you being so mean? And I'm like, OK, well, that's dramatic. No, he. This is my biggest issue with Julia. Becca, this is my biggest okay. problem is this conversation, this energy in general. Like, it's the same thing that she did. To Savannah, where Savannah, we see Savannah do nothing to Julia personally. In fact, Julia is kind of pursuing the guy that Savannah's shacked up with. And Julia, in a conversation with Savannah, where Savannah's talking to her very calmly, 
is calling her out for being fake and and she's disgusted by her. And then like the whole rest of the episode, she's brooding over how horrible Savannah is and talking shit about her in the house. And it's like we're seeing this pattern with Julia where like when someone isn't just like, oh, my God, you're wonderful. It's like this conversation with Sheridan. Sheridan has been nothing but kind and supportive with Julia and hearing her out as she's processing Brandon. And the second they sit down, yeah, Sheridan's irritated. I'd be irritated too. And she's right away, when she right away is just like, well, you know, why are you being so mean about it? And then throughout the conversation was just like, well, if you're going to be talking to me like that, then there's no point. You're going to just be yelling at me. And like, she's, she's right away deflecting, even though it's like, dude, and then we see it even later. Just I, I just I can't handle like the for for some reason the I mean the Savannah conversation was ridiculous, like totally ridiculous. There, this one didn't I don't know it didn't bother me as much. Like I did I did think there was definitely an issue with the way that she was talking, and I was like, dude, you're breaking up with him. Like don't be don't be like, why are you so upset when like you've been stringing him along and then now breaking up with him, but. I don't know. This conversation didn't bother me so much. It's like, so yes, this it fried me. I was just watching it and I was just like, dude, like you have asked him to continue week to week. Like, just stay with me. Like, let me explore. And then like and then when she says to him and she's right away, like, you know, um, uh, and she just goes, I just feel like I can't do this with you. And then he very calmly puts his hand on her leg because i wish you the best i wish you the best and then she's like, you're seriously gonna walk away like that and it's like dude, yeah. like this is that's it's so unkind and unfair to him you've been dragging him along this whole time and then you're gonna snap at him and then he's you know he's kind of then like apologizing because then he kind of like laughs because he's irritated and i yeah. i just i just felt bad because it's just i i feel like julia is just one of those people where and i feel like we see it throughout the past few episodes where She's got a problem with someone always. And it's like week to week, it goes from, you know, from her being like, you know, uh, and it's directed, I think, at the wrong people. Mm. She directs her anger like her anger needs to be directed at Brandon this whole time because he's been the one who's been fucking with her. But instead, she directs it towards Savannah and then she directs it towards Sheridan and then part, you know, we'll talk about Natasha later, but partially then directs it towards Natasha instead of like. It's, it's, I don't know. I I just, I I have a hard time with that. I didn't, I don't know. The thing with Sheridan, while it was shitty and was back and forth, I do feel like she was always, maybe I'm giving her too much credit, but I did feel like she was always kind of straight up with Sheridan, except for last week, of course, when she was saying that there was no feelings left for Brandon. Obviously, that was like a total Jessica moment. But otherwise, it seemed like she always broke up or got back <laughs> together with Sheridan like right away and did like make it clear. No, no, and I think I think that she and we've I feel like we've talked about and this. Yeah, go ahead. Also, I think that she wasn't totally like faking it with Sheridan. I mean, even at the end, obviously, I think this is so stupid when she was like I regret not staying with Sheridan. I'm like, well, yeah, just cuz of how shitty this all was with Brandon. But I feel like 
considering she gave like like you said Sheridan that rose on the first night I think she was always always a little bit confused because she didn't feel any chemistry with Sheridan but did feel like he was a good guy on paper I think so I, I would have no this is my thing I would have no problem because again this has only been a couple weeks like I'm all about right explore your options like no one's asking you to marry somebody well right some people maybe but like explore your options but I I liked and that was my thing with the first like week or two what I really liked about Julia is that she was super upfront and I think that that's a great quality that she has but my issue is like if she would have continued to just do exactly what she did and be straight up with Sheridan like she was uh straight up with Savannah like she was that's fine my issue comes with when you are trying to make Savannah out to be a villain because you don't like uh, the oh, result. Yeah. I, I I still don't even get why that happened. That was really weird. Or or with now Sheridan, where it's kind of like, hey, you've been honest with him, but you need to like in my personally, I feel like it's just a maturity thing where you're like, hey, you need to understand that because you have been confirming with this guy that you do like him. And then especially yeah. last week, you said all my feelings are gone for Brandon. I'm all in this with you, blah, 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 that he will be hurt. And when someone's hurt, sometimes they're a little snappy or they're a little on edge and you just have to be generous and not make the conversation all about you. Yeah. I think that maybe I just gave her a little bit of a, of a grace with that. Cause I feel like I've done that where I'm like, you're just going to walk away. Like you're hoping for some sort of closure. That's not going to happen. Cause the person's just pissed. You want the other person to say that like, everything's okay. Yeah, no, of course. E- even though well, you because, know it's because not. You feel, but, but I think she probably wanted him to say everything's okay. Cause she felt guilty or like bad because she oh, was yeah, what, right. Totally. But that, but it, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's, it's, I'm sure in her situation, I would have done something similar. It's just when you're watching it, I'm like, dude, like you've just been, like, I didn't, I didn't think she was that bad. I mean, I don't know. I didn't think she was that horrible. <laughs> I feel like people are going to be mad at me about this, but I feel like she wasn't that horrible to Sheridan. The biggest issue I had with her was with the whole Savannah thing with Sheridan. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. She was back and forth. But like you said, it's two weeks. It happens. She was kind of like, wait, why are you walking away? But then, my, you know, whatever. But my thing is the character piece where, okay, whatever the Sheridan thing, but we saw how she was talking shit she went to Brandon and goes, I don't know about Savannah and put that in his head a couple weeks ago out of nowhere. She's stirring the pot and then she's coming after Savannah. And last week during the performances, she was like loving them calling Savannah out and Brandon out. And oh, then yeah. as soon as her and Sheridan got a good review, she was like, Cher Bear and I should be together forever. And then it's like, no, I, that, that's where my, that's where my issue is with her. It's like. It's just like, it's just, there's something sketchy. And then look, I don't love her. I don't love her. No, I don't like her at all, (laughs) but she's like, she's like a whatever, like she's like a whatever villain to me. Okay. Let's just keep going because Brandon, Brandon is the true fucking, this is like a bad person. He's horrible. He's a bad person. This is horrible. Like, I guess that's okay. So I guess that's the bottom line. Like, I feel like Julie is misguided and she like kind of treats people shitty. It honestly is kind of the way I felt with Jessica, although I feel like people had super strong feelings about Jessica. Uh, Jessica doesn't bother me. Jessica doesn't bother me near as much as Julia bothers me, dude. Really? Yeah, I don't know because I'm okay. I feel like Jessica was way worse. (laughs) By the way, we're talking about love is (laughs) bad. 
I feel like Jessica is what was way worse because what really bothered me about Jessica is that she wasn't ever upfront about with Mark or with Amber and was like going behind both Amber and Mark's back to like. But she was up not front just with Mark. flirt like heavy but, shit but with she, Barnett. But she was up front with Mark because she told him, I don't think I can get there with you physically, da da da. And she had those conversations. And then Mark would push like how Sheridan might have oh a little God. bit. And then she and then technically yeah. Julia did go behind Savannah's back because her and Brandon were hooked up. And then she starts talking shit on Savannah and they start her and Brandon start making out a couple weeks ago. But the thing that I will give Julia credit for on that front is that Brandon has not been honest at like Brandon to Julia has always made it seem to Julia like Savannah is the side chick and it's like not that big of a deal. Oh no, Brandon but, is a colossal asshole. Like the like, worst. So so that's I guess that's where I extend Julia some grace because I'm like actually from her perspective, it probably seems that Brandon has like always kind of been all in for her. Like he is so fucking all over the place with oh, the messages he's sending. No. Comparing to Jessica who with Barnett was like you know what it was with Jessica? I would feel it. She would make me feel kind of feel sad bad sometimes. Her. And Julia, I don't like the like calling out the girls, her having her girl crew, Jamie leaning on her and like calling Natasha out and being like, you're a bully. You're a bad which, person. By the way, that was, sets which, me off. And I'm just like, no, well, no, no, no. By no. the way, Jamie and and Julia were both just doing that because they fucking sucked. And their performance. That's what I'm saying, though. That's why I that was that's stupid. why Jessica bothers me less than the Julia. Granted, though, I have to extend Jamie and Julia credit for that because, I mean, they're just pissed about the performance. And Natasha, Natasha is just as equally competitive. Like, they're doing it in a more annoying, slimy way. But the whole, like, musician competition is... No, the whole thing was sus. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I'm just saying, I just have more... Jessica pulls on this part of me that I feel a little more sad for sometimes. And Julia's kind of just like, (laughs) I'm sure she's a lovely friend and all these things. But in this situation, when I'm watching it, I guess I, I just feel like for the Savannah character character, the person who is Savannah, I feel bad because I feel like I would, I would have hated to be in her situation where not only am I dealing with major asshole Brandon, I'm dealing with this girl who's randomly coming for me and who's who walked into the house day one, all the guys liked her. She still has numerous options. And she's like saying, I'm a fake bad person. Like, I don't understand. Like that, that, that is where then I'm like, I would, I struggle. Anyways, let's talk about the worst guy. <laughs> I think you're just in love with Savannah. I think that's the problem here. I am in love with Savannah and I continue to be in love with Savannah during this episode. Okay, this shit though was so like, this was... So, oh, this is why we got on this. I don't think Jessica or Julia are like bad people per se. Brandon, I think, is a bad person. I would agree with you. I would absolutely agree with you. So I'm going to make those objective judgments (laughs) on morality. Like he is a bad person. Uh, So, okay. Oh, there's this ridiculous montage, by the way, of Sheridan and Julia with like the black and white and with Julia singing. Oh, my Lord. As he drives away and he's like, that's just her falling back into her old patterns, blah, blah, blah. Love. I'm just Whatever. like Cher Bear you're gonna be fine also send send Cher Bear to Claire I'm like send Cher Bear on Claire oh, season that's a good idea I feel like that's actually really I feel good like idea. they'd actually maybe like vibe maybe I don't know if she'd be physically idea. like because she typically likes like the short hair like 
that type of guy. But I don't know. I feel like he they'd be sweet together. This is what bothers me about guys like that, though. I think that's why I got triggered. I was just like, you may be a good guy, but if the girl is not attracted to you, like you can't force like physical attraction. And if she's just not that into you, she's just not that into you. Like you can't force this whole thing of like, yeah. I'm a good guy and you're always with dicks. Maybe the dicks that she's with are like hotter to her yeah. than you. And but, that might be the sad but truth. But it's an interesting piece that Josh, talking about hot bald guy who left night one, was super convinced that Julia and him had a deep connection enough that he would reject a rose from someone else and go with Julia. You wonder how convincing is Julia to share bear that they have this deep connection. There's all these guys. But then why was he so convinced that she was going to leave him when he went on the when she went for the day with Brandon? Because she's maybe just like always talking about Brandon and like if she's confused. So again, mm-hmm. like unless it's for your career, why are you staying in it? Yeah, that's that's your that's partially your fault, buddy. Oh no, I I agree. I believe it is partially his fault, but I still am like I I. I don't know. I just think it's sus that there's this group of guys who are just like, no, I know she wants to be with me. And you're kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really curious about the Josh thing. I know Julia has been doing a lot of interviews. I wonder if she spoke to that at all. So, okay. well, here's the thing. Let's get a. Oh, yeah. Let's take a pause before we get into the absurdity. Oh, my Lord. Before we before we go off before we go (laughs) off. Okay. Hmm. Um, So broads, here's the thing. I. First of all, I want to say I'm so excited that we have this new sponsor because I think right now it's extremely important and they're an amazing company. And um, it's the understatement of the century to say that the world is a little upside down right now. Um, Everything feels uncertain and anxiety ridden. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, finances are no exception to that. Looming debt can be the cause of so much stress and make it feel like there's no way out. And we know that that's the last thing anyone needs right now. But There is a way out. You don't have to go through it alone. Freedom Debt Solutions is here to help. So they know like we all do that debt is a personal and it's complex and there's no one size fits all solution to getting out of it. So that's why they have more than 400 debt experts standing by to recommend the right solution for your specific situation. Since 2002, Freedom Debt Solutions has served over 750,000 clients, settled over 2.7 million accounts, and settled over $10 billion in debt. And also, I imagine that it is so nice to consult with someone who's not going to give you any kind of judgment for what you may be going through. This is what they do. And they like they're passionate, realizing that this is like most people. This is something that most people deal with. And sorting through debt can be overwhelming, to say the least. But if there's anyone that has the right tools to help you get through it, it's the team at Freedom Debt Solutions. No matter which solution you qualify for, they will help you get rid of expensive debt much faster than you can on your own uh, with one affordable monthly payment. Throughout my life, there have been times where I've had debts of various sizes, and I know firsthand that it is overwhelming and I would put it off because I wouldn't know the right way to handle Mm -hmm. it. And I wish I had Freedom Debt Solutions to help me navigate it at the time because they are truly an amazing, amazing company. So if you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you're struggling to make monthly payments, there is hope for you. 
can stop the stress and anxiety that your debt is causing. You just you can find out how to talk to a freedom debt solutions expert and get your free personalized debt consultation today by going to freedomdebtsolutions.com slash chatty. That's freedomdebtsolutions.com slash chatty. Freedomdebtsolutions.com slash chatty. And the fact, yeah, that there's a free you get a free personalized debt consultation today. It's just awesome. Like, yeah, a great way to start. Um, well, speaking of the current state, um, I love seeing on the flip side how creative and gung-ho everyone is about pursuing their passions now that a lot of us have more free time to do this. So I got to keep it real with you guys. As much as I have the passions and all that that I want to pursue, I am a big fan of brain breaks. And sometimes it's perfectly acceptable to pass the time in a way that isn't writing the next great American novel or doing a 15,000 piece (laughs) puzzle. And for that, I turn to Best Fiends. Yes, this is like the only game app I have on my phone. Um, Best Fiends is a casual mobile game that anyone can play when they feel like they need to shift mental gears. It's a totally unique puzzle experience unlike any other game available, and they update the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. So honestly, the visuals are really engaging and super cute, and the story is gripping. So you're going to see why we love it after just a few minutes of playing. I also love that Best Fiends doesn't require internet or cell data to play because that is a big plus. Yeah, because if I'm honest, uh, the other night I just needed 15 minutes to myself. So I went for a drive. I parked my car and I played a few, few levels and it sounds sort of ridiculous, but letting myself zone out for those few minutes totally reset my mind. And I felt so much better afterwards. And right now I have been off social media a lot um, more than I normally am because it's just something that's been helping my mental state in this current time. But Best Fiends has been this super fun break in the day or on the toilet, or in my parked car to keep my mind busy um, in a fun way and keep my hands busy. I'm not even a gamer, and it has me completely hooked. I love it. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust us with over 100 million downloads. This five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. You can download Best Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right. So speaking of fiends. (laughs) Oh my God. This was crazy. I think you texted me this, but it was like this sent Luke P. I'm like, would I rather be trapped on an island with Luke P or Brandon? Luke P, 100%. It was like, is Brandon trying to... It was like evil. It was like, is Brandon (laughs) trying to dethrone Luke P as like gaslighter of the century right now? Like what is going on? He's trying to get in that gaslighter hall of fame and vaccination, really trying to make a name for himself. It was sort of like we talked about, like Luke P was sort of like dumb yeah. in a way. Uh-huh. And sometimes it almost seemed like he wasn't really aware of what he was doing. Not that excuses anything, but Brandon, I'm like, dude, you're too smart for this. And you know exactly what you're doing. You're like evil. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. scary. Oh, no, it was very scary. Well, uh, so this is the thing. It seems like he's. Okay, no, he does start out the conversation with Savannah saying he still has feelings for Julia. Oh, well, first of all, he doesn't say that. He goes, so she still has feelings. And I think I still have feelings for her, too. And I just want to say, listen, if the person that you're with does not have the cojones to say that they have feelings for someone else and they start a conversation by saying someone has feelings for them, 
goodbye forever anyways, okay? Like, just have the decency to start a conversation off and say, be honest honest and say, hey, here's the thing. I have feelings for somebody. But to do this whole like, so she still has feelings for me. What can you do? So annoying. Ugh, gross. So annoying. That's, That's a really good point. Well, so he says that. And then he starts like blaming Savannah on her not being in all the way. Dude. I'm like, where? How? When have we ever gotten that impression? Like, if anything, last week. Is he like citing what the judges said about their seeming like lack of chemistry? Like, is that really what he's going to blame it on? That's what it seems like. It's so cheap. Oh, it was like, no, dude, last week she told you, I want you to be open with me and comfortable with me and be able to express yourself to me so I can open up. Like, she's doing the footwork here. And you're now coming out and saying, like, I feel like you're 90% in this with me, but there's this 5% that scares the shit out of me. (laughs) She goes, how am I supposed to feel right now? And Brandon says, I don't know. How do you want to feel? And I'm like, Brandon's one of those guys who has read those books that say, ask the question back to allow the small minded woman to feel heard. Just ask the question back. Like, that's what it felt like to me. I don't know. How do you want to feel? Oh, I'm like, what? What does that mean, dude? As she starts being like, okay, like I'm frustrated, whatever she starts saying. He's like, I feel like you have an attitude. Oh my God. I would flip my shiz. I would be freaking out. I would be so angry. I would have decked him. Like just straight up. I am not a violent woman. You have an feel like you have an attitude. It was absolutely despicable. Absolutely despicable. And then not only I know my notes are really just (laughs) because I was furious. I was so angry. I I know I was typing. I'm like, I was just like so angry. I'm like, I don't even know what I wrote. The next thing that I have on my notes is that she's like, you know, she's she's processing through this and she's like, I can't do it. And he's literally sipping his champagne, going I know you've made that point many times. <gasps> oh, then he makes some comment, by the way, too, where he goes, we have a lot of work to do on communication and gave her like eyes that he was basically saying you have a lot of work to do on communicate. Oh, dude. No. no, no. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. When she says. When she says. I don't need you to be confused. I'm done. And he says, so I ask you to open up and you're still conservative and I have grace and patience for that. Like what alternate universe am I living in right now? Is this before she starts running away? This is before she starts running away. I would have... I would have thrown a quick parachute I mean, like the, onto my back. I would have jumped out the window, parachuted down, and ran as fast as I could to the nearest way of escaping the situation. If someone did what Brandon did and then comes at me and says that, like, I've had grace and patience for her, for you. And then she says, well, I deserve more than that. And he says, you deserve everything you want, sweetie. 
Oh, don't worry. So then he, th- there's more. There's nothing even to say because, uh, like, how he's acting is so absurd. It's so absurd Disgusting. because there's, you know, there's absolutely zero substance to what any of what he's saying about like Savannah not being in all the way. Like the conversation they were having earlier, she made it very. She's always made it clear that she's into Brandon and that's who she wants to be with. And she shut it down with other people. I mean, it's 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 absurd. It's absurd. So she's walks away and then he's like chasing after her and then is saying like, but I want you. And you're like, what? You started out this conversation. I'm like, this is where I'm like, not only are you evil, you have no spine because like now it's literally started out that you wanted to try things with Julia. And then now you're like, I want you now question. Do you think that he didn't ever want to be with Julia has no spine likes the attention because Julia's like can't stop fixating on him because in the first week I know that we like they covered this a little bit but we didn't really see it he says that he was talking to Julia and then she pulled back and he started talking to Savannah but I'm wondering like the way that he even started the conversation with Savannah when he was like she has feelings for me and I think I still have feelings for her I'm like was he just being a fucking asshole well, this is and, what I'm and letting saying. Savannah know, like, just so you know, I may this still is what like, I'm is saying when I say he asshole? has no spine or like doesn't know what he wants. Because like, I mean, don't forget what happened when and, and this is part of the reason why I also like, you know, sort of give Julia the pass. Because remember what happened when he took Julia aside in the hallway and was like, I'm going to talk to you later. Like, we're going to work this out. I only gave her the rose because I knew you were going to get a rose from Sheridan. Yeah. And then immediately turns to Savannah and is like, yeah, it's always been you, BB girl. It's what? Oh, no. And make no mistake. I want to make this very clear. M- With the Julia and Brandon piece on Julia's end, I feel for her badly because I feel like he has given her a run for her money. I feel like he's been terrible to Julia. And I completely understand why Julia thinks Brandon is all in with her and is confused. I want to say that. Right. I don't think that in any way I'm just like, wow, how could she? No, no, no. I have other issues with Julia. But as far as Brandon's concerned, completely get why she thinks that like they should like are working and that he's been a complete horrible person to her. I mean, so I mean, so he chases her down and says, I want you. And then she's like, well, you haven't made it clear. I can't even remember what she said. And he goes, but you haven't asked sweetie. That sent me over that made me freak out but you haven't asked sweetie the reason why you don't know how i feel is because you haven't asked it's your fault it's like then what the fuck was this conversation about you just wanted to come in and let me know that like just so you know she still has the hots for me and i might have the hots for her too i'm desirable just fyi and i you know might abandon ship any second here like what what was the point of that like i and then he's like getting pissed again. You know, of course, Savannah is remaining very, very calm, much more than I would have. And he's like, can we talk like adults? Like, can you stop yelling? Can we talk like adults? I'm like, oh, Brandon, can you act like an adult? You think that's yelling and you think that's come have an argument with me and I'll show you yelling. I would have been like, call me, sweetie, one more time. Call me, sweetie, one more time fire in my eyes watching this becca 
literal sweetie. fire. The word sweetie. Oh, I really hope that maybe it's happened already. And I've I haven't never checked. even like I've never even like seen a guy do that. Like I like I, you know, girls do it like, OK, yeah. sweetie for like your boyfriend or whatever to be like. But you haven't asked. sweetie. I felt like I was watching like a I felt like I was watching like a satirical movie where like the character is like the douchey guy and you see him treat his girlfriend that way. Like it felt like a joke the way he was like, treating the situation. It, it was unreal. It couldn't be real. And then like throwing the sweetie out. And again, I don't know. I haven't checked. Maybe she's done this already. But I really hope Savannah posts an Instagram and the caption is something like, sorry, sweetie, that like I hope she uses the term sweetie and throws it at him in some one of her triumphant Instagram photos oh, after this airs, God. because that word. Oh, I was. So and angry. then after all that, he has the audacity to be like, I'm here for you. And I'm making I'm making a decision to make it work with you. It's like. Like, as if she's, that's something she's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Wow. I'm so honored that you're choosing to make it work with me after what you made out with some other. What the? Oh. I mean, good for her. Obviously, she did the right thing and did. I was. Oh, Becca. My relief was astronomical. The fact that she left made me so happy. If she would have stayed, my heart would have broken in a million pieces because it would have just been like, girl, no, no. Well, no. and thank God that we don't have to see any more of him either. I know. I, I don't. I was like, this is too much. I don't want to deal with him on my screen anymore. Well, as this is happening, by the way, Julia is with the girls, Rudy and Jamie, I think, in the corner. And they're just like, they're literally like, their their fingers are intertwined and they're like holding her like, Okay, he's gonna do it. He's gonna end it. He's gonna end it. Like and and like support group for Julia. And this is where this is again the thing that bothers me about the situation. Savannah has done nothing to these girls. Yes, maybe she's not like one of those people who is like, oh my god, we're best friends right away. Like some of the other girls might have been, but like the fact that they're just sitting, hands interlocking with Julia waiting for Brandon to break up with Savannah and then not even saying goodbye. Like that to me, that irks me. I'm like, listen, like, yes, I understand. Maybe you're closer to to Julia and hope that her and Brandon work out, but still someone's getting really hurt in this situation. And you like, don't even care about her feelings at all. You're just like, I hope she's gone. Even though she hasn't done anything unkind to anybody. I was like, so that to me, mental note, I loved that Brie was out there saying goodbye to everyone. It was like Brie extended herself and I was like, all right, I see you. You know what I mean? Well, this was really crazy. I also wonder, though, I this is another thing, though. You have to wonder if producers ushered her out quickly because they don't want anyone to know that if they taught if they were to talk to Julia for I'm not Julia. Oh God, if they were to talk to Savannah, even for five seconds, they would have known that Savannah was leaving of her accord, not True. Brandon breaking up with Savannah. Mm, so very, it's a slight possibility. Point. I still think that they that they are kind of weird and and shitty, but it is possible because I did think like this is some this is some good produ- production footwork to not have it revealed very true. No, no one knew except Brandon. Very true. That Savannah left and Brandon was trying to make up with her. Very true. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
It's crazy because it's crazy. Julia and literally everyone else thinks that Brandon just went in with a mission and ended it with her. He only has eyes for Julia. And so he he ripped off that Band-Aid quick with Savannah and she fled. Wow. Yeah, it's so true, huh? I mean, it's that's so crazy. It's so true. Now, the girl when the girls were sitting there, they were like, is that the door? Is it closing? Like, is she gone? Right. And it was that. But. Right, you're right. so right. They couldn't have let that interaction happen, or we would have not had nearly as good of television. Wow! And that really blew my mind because I was like, "Holy shit!" Julia straight up thinks that Brandon just like went into dump her and did it. That's devastating. <laughs> this can guy you imagine is the watching? Worst. Can you imagine watching this back? Oh, and being like, oh, shocked. Also, Absolutely probably shocked. shocking for Savannah too to be like. And he's now really going to play it off as though he broke up with me. How validated does Savannah feel right now? Being like, oh, thank God I left. I would be like so furious with myself of even ever being with. I mean, like, yes, which is not her fault at all. But, but like, but just like I would oh, be like, thank God I idiot, left. Idiot, and, I, and I didn't go like, OK, let's make this work out and like continue to extend the situation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so he's just now like, it's you and me, babe, with Julia. <laughs> I know. He goes in and gives her a hug, and he's like, I'm choo- choosing to do this well and choosing to do it right with you. I'm like, that was not your choice. <laughs> you're just uh, you're just a, a, a funnel of lies, Brandon. Like, when you open your mouth, lies and gaslighting just pour out. And you know what? I wish Brandon was sitting right here with me, and I would turn my television screen on, and I'd be like, and I'd have him watch it with me and I'd have my my fingers interlaced. I'd have a pen behind my ear and be waiting for him to be like, explain this to me, please. <laughs> and actually, I have a talk space therapist on the line right now. You'll also be explaining explaining to Hannah here how you view yourself and your I, role in this situation. I am not a professional. And so I have brought one in. But I would also just like to be here to, to witness how exactly you're going to explain what happened, sir. I wonder if they'll have him on some on some podcasts. I'm fascinated to hear his take on the situation. He's the only person I really would like to have on because I would I just I'm like, please give me more excuses. I'm sure like this would just. But the thing is about someone who is such a the the, the thing about the gaslighting he was doing is it's absurd. But those people double down on their absurdity so much so that it's impossible to even have a conversation or argument That's because they're huh? masterminds that somehow flipping it back on you even when it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So unless there's another witness there, I remember feeling this way with one of my ex-boyfriends. I'm like, it, there is unfortunately no one here to say like, but but I would say something and he would repeat it back to me and he'd be like, so what you're saying is, and it would just be something completely different. And I'd just be like, I can't, you oh, can't, geez. I can't reason. I can't reason yeah. with you. So it's almost you, like having, you can't yeah, do anything. It's like having Brandon on, he'd be like, yeah, I don't believe what, what what's even coming out, nor like, would we probably even get a straight answer out of him? No. Yeah. And it would just be excuses. Well, I'm excited to see if anyone he, has him he, he on. Would, I'll listen to it. He would probably literally just be in the interview. Like I was open and honest the whole time. Yeah, you're probably right. And you're like, what are you supposed to say to that? Like you weren't. And he'll just be like, but I was. <laughs> And that's what's scary to me is someone that yeah. can just literally buckle down on their lies. And it it reminds me just like, yeah, this is not to get political, but there's like some things where people would be like, 
Donald Trump, you said on this clip this and this, and he'd just be like, no, I didn't. And he'd literally like, play it. Like, we have footage. You'd be like, I didn't say that. It's you're like, like, but how, the clip is playing behind us as we speak. Where are you supposed to go from there? You know, if Brandon's going to say I was honest with both women and I followed my heart I, and just keep saying that, what, what do you do? I, what do you do? And the thing is, with the way that the conversations went, there are certain conversations that Brandon had that couldn't have been edited. Like, it was like, no, this is what happened. No. And that, it, that's just the way it is. Absolutely. Okay, so Chris Harrison comes in and he says he respects Julia's tough choice. Uh, By the way, the next the- morning, Brandon is doing yoga. I just wanted to, like, put that out there. And I was like, you need a lot of this. <laughs> you need a lot more than just yoga, honey. You need your chakras are all over the place. Let me tell you. Bad vibes. <laughs> Bad. Bad vibes. Uh-uh. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Continue. And they get song assignments. And, and I also need to talk about how Brandon has never heard the Pat Benatar jam. We belong. That was that was Becca, that scared me more I was than like, anything. Honestly, I'm more concerned about this. And the red flags are than anything. <laughs> the, there's that has flares. happened so far. There are fireworks, gigantic red fireworks exploding behind you. You've never heard we belong. Like what? <laughs> And then just say that it's not really your thing. Sir, how dare you? That song is a national treasure. Okay. Get out of here. What did he say? He's like, I'm not really into like 80s, whatever. What the, what did he say? I'm like, oh yeah, because you're into Creed because that's your voice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I hate you. Oh my God. Well, well, yes, they get the song choices or the the song assignments and Julia is now we are watching Julia start to realize as Brandon's like, yeah, this isn't really my thing. Julia, (laughs) the concern is starting to like show in her eyes where I was like, was this the right decision? What have I done? (laughs) And everyone else, by the way, is set up like beautifully, right? Like Jamie and Trevor are given the Megan Trainer John Legend song. Chris and Brie have Lover by T Swift. Mm-hmm. Ryan and Natasha, of course, get one of my favorite songs, You Are the Best Thing by Ray LaMontagne. And then Rudy and Matt get Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, I know. The the choices this week oh, were pretty good. Yes, I know. I was very I was happy with the choices this week. Though Me again, too. all over the place. A little more country-ish, but then like you had Pat Benatar and Megan Trainer and John Le- I, I I, I was still confused, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I think they're just trying to give them songs that like reflect where they're at in their relationship. It's true. Like, see how that plays out. <laughs> a little, some ominous, like little like twists and yeah, turns in the lyrics. Because the beginnings of We Belong is kind of, I, I realized it when they were singing it. I yeah. was like, oh, this is interesting. Yes. And then Ryan and Natasha, you are the best thing. It was like for my career. You right? are <laughs> the best thing for my career. <laughs> I'm the best thing. Well, like the beginning lyrics of We Belong, um, I'm surprised how well you cut my feelings to the bone. Don't want to leave you really. I've invested too much time to give you up that easy to the doubts that complicate your mind. I mean, maybe it's a sign of weakness when I don't know what to say. Maybe I just wouldn't know what to do with my strength anyway. Have we become a habit? Do we distort the facts? Now there's no looking forward. There's no turning back. It's kind of a dark song, it's a very actually. Dark this, song. Isn't, this isn't really like a romantic jam. Well, producer. Sounds unhealthy. Don't make it obvious or anything. Here, um, you take this song. Slide it across the table. We're actually reading through this. They're like, oh. Like, oh, geez. Okay. This is not the vibe that I thought it was. 
Well, I couldn't believe that Julia actually plugged her ears when Natasha was like, hey, plug your ears and close your eyes or whatever the fuck happened. I was screaming. Number one, the fact that she listened and earmuffed. (laughs) Number two, how strong are your suctioning earmuff capabilities that you didn't hear the conversation? Like, oh, not only did she listen to Natasha, she really earmuffed like hard because she didn't hear it. And she sat there. She had no idea what was said. (laughs) Smiling through and also brandon said it while she earmuffed he didn't say anything though natasha asked like would you have stayed with savannah and he was just like but the fact that he even acknowledged the question and didn't go okay natasha like get out of here just gives natasha a straight up answer like yeah not into (laughs) this chick really is she earmuffed she's not really my thing not my deal (laughs) I couldn't believe that conversation was happening. Like, like the whole scenario. Number one. And Natasha's just like, well, 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 that was easy. (laughs) Natasha was like, wow, I really thought I was going to have to work to try to get this drama. And you guys just both made it as simple as possible. Okay. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't believe that Natasha even asked her to earmuff in the first place, let alone that she did it. I she probably thought that thinking on it now. Julia thought that she was probably going to be like, are you going to surprise her with something, something? I mean, she probably thought it was like some cute surprise or something. Meanwhile, she's like, do you really like her? And he's like, <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> her voice just fits yeah. a little more in my range. So Mind blowing. And then blowing. and I was dead when Natasha, like after they walked away and when Natasha was just like. I just love gossiping to you, Rye. <laughs> I know. Isn't like, isn't it great? I'm just a mirror to your thoughts. <laughs> He's like, I will continue to be that sounding board, and I do not give a fuck. What song are we singing this week? All right, let's take it to next week, honey. Sweetie, I was dying. Oh my god, it's so funny. Well, they then uh, are at the Novo. This is now a much larger venue. Now, I don't think it was uh, full, even a little bit. Like. Yes, they did a good job of making it look like it. They did. But when they were like, oh, we're going from your guys's front yard type session to the Nova. I was like, oh, Nova's a, a, a big theater. And then when I was looking at it, I'm like, I think there's the same amount of people at. No. Yeah. They only have like the first five rows filled or something. Like yeah. That, and I was just like, sure. so it's not quite as intimidating as it necessarily seemed. Yes, it's a very iconic venue. Amazing. Um, but I'll be real with you. I would be I would have been more nervous at the house one where everyone was close in versus the big theater where I see like three or four rows full. And I'm like, OK, I feel there's more space and I can just this feels more like medical yeah. than like intimate, you know? Yeah. Um. Well, Jamie is 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 losing it again. Of course. Like she's, she's so annoying. I, I know it's tough. I, I keep <laughs> you know, Becca, I, I I tried for a couple weeks with Jamie. I really did because I do think she's a sweet girl. And I really tried to there's just be nothing like, wrong you know with what? her. Like, no, there's please. nothing wrong with her. But it was like, all right, this one, my my button finally got pushed. Where I was like, all right, I can't handle, I can't handle it anymore. The breakdowns are, it's just too much. Like, I get you're nervous, but like, this is just, it's it's going too far at this point. Now. It's also weirdly like, I can't help but feel bad for Trevor. Like, and I know that's sort of like shitty to say, but it's like we talked about. He's like in a position now where, like we said, he can't. He's he's obviously got to stay with Jamie all the way. 
And he's very obviously like. He's tuning I'm out stuck week with to this. week. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like he's just he's on he's on now uh, a repeat where he's like, OK, all I do is I put my hands on her shoulders and go deep breaths. You got this, sweetie. And just say that over and over again all day. And, well, uh, and I think he's just now. not really that attracted to her anymore either. And like, I think she is coming off as like very young. Yes. And maybe a little bit childish. Yes. And as we see next week. She decides to drop the I love you bomb on him. <laughs> I would be freaking out. Oh, and he's like so far from that that it's just like, oh, God, now I have to. He's like, I thought I was doing pretty well I handling this situation. This now on national television. <laughs> like, stop trying to make me look like the villain, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really trying to diffuse this. I had he's Natasha come like, out claiming that I was a cheater and I felt like I got a good grip on it because like, I got a good I review from the judges. such a mistake. I have never made such a mistake as coming on this goddamn show. He was just like, American Idol was the correct choice. This was not. Honestly, like how embarrassing. I know. For him. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) But like imagine, I'm sorry, just imagine being a musical artist and just like, he's like 30 almost, you know, and it's just like, this is just kind of embarrassing. He lives in LA. (laughs) It's sad. I feel bad. <laughs> I knew that I knew that we were going to hit a certain point with Trevor where we were going to be like, uh, everyone's fine with him now. Like, and he, I mean, I mean, cause it's like Ryan and Natasha kind of like we said over and over again, it's not embarrassing cause neither of them are putting on any kind of facade or any kind of front. Like it's very obvious that what's happening between them and they're very much on the same page. There's nothing embarrassing about it. No, they are on the same exact wavelength. <laughs> exactly. The same exact wavelength. They're like, let's kill it, babe. Pound it. Pound okay, it. Bye. Let's make out. This is fun. Like they it's are almost like it's almost like the power couple. Like if one of them was gay and the other person was their beard and they're just like and they know it and they're just like, look, this is what we've got to do to preserve our image and we're going to do it. Or like I'm thinking you find remember what like have you ever had that that person you find that perfect person that becomes your friends with benefits and you think it's like you're like this never happens. Someone always falls in love and then you oh, actually yeah. find that person for sure that you're like, oh, you and I can totally have sex hook up when we want to and everyone's fine and like well, go back to truly... being friends when someone uh, ends up getting in a relationship and it's all good to go like you found your person they've found that person on well this and show. this is truly the friends with benefits because the benefit is is that they are crushing every week <laughs> making it through going to get their <laughs> musical dreams i'm so here for it so okay so natasha it. though yes yes all right also, by the way, we are seeing Brandon and Julia practicing. And I just want to say the way that he plays the guitar gives me so much anxiety, Becca. Like how he like leans forward and like strums he's, in like really he's hard. Awful. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> awful. He's horrible. These people are all extremely talented. And we're like, especially now we're getting to the tops. And uh and uh Brandon is just like, you gotta go. Like it's just no, not... no, no, no. It's not good. No, it's really not and, good. And Julia's realizing it. She was like, Oh, Sheridan <sighs> was way better. So like <laughs> Not only is this now not going as as I planned, your your guitar playing is giving me, me anxiety, Brandon. So Yeah, it's Dude, bad. Okay. It's bad. Yeah. And Okay, here's the thing. Natasha 
I know that later on Julia was misdirected in that she should have been pissed at Brandon. I'm I'm holding fast and I will not back down that this was a shitty calculated move by Natasha. 100%. Natasha's too fucking smart. She did know exactly what she was doing. And like Julia brought up later, she could have brought it up to her the day before or immediately after the performance. She sat Julia down right before the fucking performance. Natasha knew exactly what she was doing and it was manipulative. And I'm holding to that. Okay. That's my and, opinion. And, and I, and I, I believe that I agree with you. <laughs> Question. Do you okay. think just to play devil's advocate here? Um, do you think that it could have been a producer move where they were like, after she asked Julia that question, everyone goes off and then is spending the rest of the day practicing, rehearsing, whatever. And then that was the first time that they are seeing each other now kind of in the same location. And then she spills it and was stupid to say it then right before. Sure. Natasha, there's there's not a I be, this is what I believe, okay. though. I don't believe there's a stupid bone in Natasha's body. And I think it's possible that producers had her like not tell her that same day. She could have waited until immediately after the performance. True. And it she's still so, would have been dramatic. It still would have thrown a wrench in. She's fucking smart. Yeah. She's got she's too. She's, she's too smart. Natasha. T- 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 Natasha is. Gorgeous. She is put together like you would not believe. She is an insane performer. And girl is smart. This like, is why she has to be on Real Housewives. This woman Real Housewives. or this woman is like she she will be successful in one way or another. Like this is a superstar. Oh, yeah, she's a hustler. This is a hustler. She's, this is a superstar. She doesn't need an agent. She doesn't need a manager. She's going to handle all this shit herself. She absolutely can. I, I and and that's why, like, I like Natasha for sure. And I still don't have any problem with her after all this because it's reality TV. But um, I guess I'm saying that because, yes, I, 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 I still believe that. Yeah. It may have been a no. She knew exactly <laughs> what she was doing. She knew she was fucking over Julia, one hundred percent. Did she actually? This is the thing. Does Natasha actually give a shit about Brandon and Julia's relationship of or Julia's not. heart? No, no, not at all. So because of that, like the timing is the only thing that she would even have to think about, and she it didn't even give a second thought and was like, you know what? Right before the performance, this is good TV. This is good TV. <laughs> Do you think so? It's do you like, think I that she fall- does? Do you think that she doesn't like Julia a little bit? Do you think Julia maybe bugs her a little bit? I think she probably doesn't actually really like any of the girls there. Okay, okay. Which I again also can't fault. Her. I bet I literally don't think. I bet Natasha she. I bet like, Natasha liked Savannah, and that was the only girl she liked. Probably she might. She might vibe with like Rudy or you know maybe a couple of the other girls, but I don't think she really gives a shit. I think she would throw literally any person <laughs> there, including Ryan, under the bus given a moment's notice if it was going to further her on the show. And I respect that. <laughs> and I love and I her that for that. Clear. And, and I, I love respect her for that. that. And I love her for that. So, like, was it manipulative? I believe 100% <laughs> yes. Was it pointedly done in that specific time to fuck over Julia? I believe 100% yes. I don't have a problem with it, but I do believe that Julia was every, uh, I, I do believe that she was every bit Ju- justified. That she was justified okay. justified okay. in how she felt towards Natasha. So that's how I feel. All right, all right. But I st- yeah, but I think she should have had equal uh vitriol towards Brandon, but yeah, I'm definitely I have to say I am behind Julia with her with her feelings towards okay. towards Natasha on this move. Okay. I I I yeah, I understand that. I understand that. 
I have a question for you. Why is it that we're okay with some people being manipulative and not others? Because, because I, well, as because you're saying you know this, why? I completely agree with you. And it makes sense to me that she's, because yeah, she is smart. She did it. She knows she should have done it at a different time. She probably knows it's going to make good television. She's doing that whole thing. And for some reason, when she does it, it doesn't bug me. And I don't know why. Because this is why, Jess, and I, I think it's the same for both of us. And I think that this is one of the biggest issues we have with people on reality TV. We don't like when someone is giving pretenses that they are a different way than their actions are showing. Natasha has given like no pretenses that she is like a good person, a good friend, a good yeah. partner. Yeah. <laughs> She's not pretending. She's there so for the that's music. Why I yeah. That's why I respect it. You yeah. know, she's like. I mean, because after all this, what does she do in the interview? She goes, oh, Julia, or yeah, oh, Julia, boo-hoo, always crying, yeah. so over it. So there's no, there's no, there's yeah. no faking. That's there's true. There's no faking. Okay, that makes sense. We, Brandon, we, we like authentic, faker. we like authentic people, whether they're shitty or not. <laughs> even though I don't think she's shitty, I want to say that. I, I like Natasha, even though I'm curious about what ne- next week is going to hold, because it seemed a little question marky. Well, which is why, like, you know, a villain like, um... Well, Chad is just, oh my God, some of the shit he's done and said, I mean, Chad has got a lot of issues, but Chad on JoJo's season was so fun because I, what I thought was hilarious and fun and why I loved that is because he was just literally like, yeah, why do all these fuckers give such a fuck about this, about her? Yeah. And it's just hilarious Any, to me when somebody just owns Anyone how- who goes on the show and is like, gets kicked off after, after like two weeks and they're like the whole time we're like oh i don't even know if i'm into her but i'm just here to get famous like yeah we always kind of like them because you're like okay you're taking reality tv for what it is like well you and know. also if if someone this is the thing if natasha was to go in interviews after or go on some sort of like post show reunion and be like i had nothing i would cancel natasha immediately if she said to julia like I had I was did nothing but look out for your heart this whole time and you're like a sister to me and I just wanted you to 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 just know because I care about you and I care about your feelings. Then I would freak out. And you know, and I would be like you're okay. a liar. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And okay. you would too I, probably, I would too. You know? I, yep, yeah, I follow you because what I liked about when then Julia uh came from Natasha later, I liked the way Natasha handled it and maybe that's why I wasn't so like I oh got because Natasha was super like, you know what, you're probably right. It wasn't the best time to do it and uh sorry you feel that way. <laughs> But exactly. but and then, and then she goes, but, you know, all of us did a really good job here. And this isn't about you right now. And I was like, oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. So she yeah. didn't she didn't yeah. do this fakey thing of being like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, why would you feel that way? I was looking out for you, girl. True. She didn't do that. True. She didn't double. She she double. She she stood firm and it was just like, OK, all right. All right. Now I feel fine about it. I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> I yeah, was just like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, it's the authentic thing. It's the uh, it's the real the real people. But what was crazy though was after this is that Julia talks to Brandon and Brandon goes, and she goes, "You said definitively yes that you would have stayed with Savannah," and he goes, "Well, no, not definitively yes." I'm like, you nodded your head like this. You went like this. He probably, you know what he probably did? He probably is like, I didn't say definitively oh, yes. Because yeah. I nodded. I didn't say anything. And there was kind of like a sideways shake as yeah. I was nodding. So it's sort of like a, a maybe. Yeah. He's, he's, actually. Oh, Lord. 
Oh, Lord. Well, these, I mean, she then, she, Julia is, after Natasha says that Julia is obviously furious. Um, and she was just like, I don't, re- I don't really like this conversation. It feels super not good. Not good before a performance. <laughs> and one of the girls goes, yeah, it doesn't. I don't know who said that. Probably yeah, it Jamie. Feel good before. <laughs> Jamie, because Jamie's like, get Natasha out of here. Jamie has wanted Natasha so out. threatened. She want, but but because of the whole the whole ex situation too. The week one, Ryan or excuse me, uh, Trevor and and Jamie are like, I hope she's leaving. I hope she's leaving. I hope she's leaving. Oh my god, that's right. I forgot because not only did she call her boo out, she's also now with her ex mans. Yeah, even though I don't think she really cares about that. But um, okay, so the performances though. All right. Well, before okay. we get into the performances, um. Broads, I'm sure I'm not alone when I say I'm running um, out of wine right now. The other day, I actually posted about my sadness, realizing I had run out of wine. And then no joke, imagine my joy when the actual next day, what was delivered to my front door, but my first Leaf Wine Club shipment. True story. I was You lucky, bro. I was so thrilled. First Leaf delivers personalized wine boxes right to my door, so I always have a bottle on hand no matter what, without ever leaving the comfort of my home. And uh, not just bottles, my perfect bottle just for me. Not only is a great gift to you from you, I couldn't help but think of what a fantastic Mother's Day gift this would make, too, for all the lovely ladies in your life and an original gift. Yeah. It keeps on giving. And and if anyone deserves wine, it's definitely mom. So <laughs> here, here. How, you, how you do it is you start out by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences. And then you'll be asked questions like what type of foods you like and what flavors you avoid in wine. And then First Leaf's algorithm can expertly pick bottles based on your answers. And if you get a bottle you don't love in a shipment, they'll even cover the cost. Uh, the super cool part is that First Leaf uses ratings and your feedback from past shipments to refine future shipments. So as time passes, your bottle selection gets even more specific to your taste. Plus, the subscriptions are super flexible. You can choose when and how often you get shipments. Uh, there's an option for everyone. For me, summer is fast approaching. So I'm stocking up on the rosé, the light whites uh, for those summer days oh, that yeah. turn into warm evenings. And uh even just talking about it right now is getting me so excited. Um, I will say First Leaf Wine Club is beloved by our broads. We get so many messages and Insta story tags from you broads enjoying your wine and we love it. We are. Ugh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So you can sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only twenty nine ninety five. That's five dollars, a little less than five dollars a bottle and free shipping. What? Crazy. And shipping on those is expensive because they're heavy. Yes. And by the way, these are nice bottles of wine, like 20 bucks per bottle on average. So six bottles for just twenty nine ninety five, and free shipping is an insane deal. Insane. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to go to the grocery store. Ugh. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only twenty nine ninety five at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's my new chant. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh, my most gosh, favorite dang. i love them so much especially yeah, right baby. now um all right so performances oh well first we do have to oh no we talked about brandon talking to julia never mind let's not talk about him for a hot second though julia does call natasha a bully so now i'm going off a little bit because you know how i feel about that word and bully i know and it's like okay did natasha say something to you 
um, at a time when it wasn't appropriate, potentially manipulative. Yes, but calling her a bully, it's like I guess we yeah, had to, I guess we had to throw one in during the season. It just I had know. to be thrown in. But now so Julia is mad before another performance, so now she's seething in the rafters again, <laughs> just glaring down upon everyone <laughs> week to week. There's a new. Thing for her to fixate on and be angry about during the performances. So Rudy and Matt are first, right? Yes. And all, okay, first of all, our judges, right? We got oh, yeah. Rachel and Brian. <laughs> Who are incidentally the only two people on the panel that I recognize. Sorry to Tony and... Uh, you didn't know Tony Braxton? I, you know, I didn't. Oh, wow. And I looked her up on Spotify after too. Love girlfriend, her now, girlfriend, but... This is Tony Braxton... Put her on loop right now during these warm summer days stuck in the house. Now that mm. that is a good go to right now. Mm. Oh, love her. Who's that? Um, uh, who's that other guy? Andy Grammer, <laughs> who's such a dime piece, by the way. Um, he is he's a singer songwriter. He's I know, he sounded actually familiar. He's like um, he's uh, like. I, I, I want to say like American authors type like vibe because I saw them oh, like, tour okay. together or whatever. But he's yeah, he's a songwriter. He's super talented, um, kind of like Americana okay. style fun got it. music. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, but anyways, yes. So Rudy and Matt. Dude, they are so good. They are so good. Like this, I was getting excited watching that performance. It was great. It I was wanted. Great. I wanted more. I was like, "Can we see the to, whole song?" <laughs> I wanted to do the American Idol iTunes download yeah. and get that get that single on my phone. I mean, it not was only great. is this, it's one of the uh, the song Tennessee Whiskey is just Chris Stapleton. Were, I'm not they, a country artist, but that or into country so much, but that his, I'm not a country artist. I'm not a country artist. <laughs> No, but his his all of his music and them together doing that song. Hit it out of the park. Hit it out of the park. And I know Chris Stapleton, by the way, I've always like loved, even though I also am not like a I, I don't I'm not against country, but I'm not a big country fan, but I've always loved Chris Stapleton's hits. Oh, so good. In fact, I'm gonna turn it on as soon as we're done with this. I'm gonna start vibing to some Chris. He's great. He's um, great. Well, they're yeah, their voices together. They're also really cute. Like, and I'm scared yeah. now seeing potential problems next week because when I was watching them this week, I was like, I believe this. I believe this process works with you two, okay? I feel <laughs> like there was drama at the beginning. You guys got it out. And now you are fantastic together on stage. Like, and they were the perfect to me. It was the perfect amount of chemistry and like talent because like with her her hand was on him during the performance he's looking at her winking they're like acknowledging each other and excited about the other person's performance you know and also balance between them and the audience which Rudy did a good job balancing out after her critique last week yes she did she listened and it was a good balance and actually it's something that even yeah uh, aside from obviously Ryan and Tasha everyone else was very weird in their like Agreed. which we'll get into but they, they were fantastic well I don't think and speaking of ryan and natasha they were celebrating they were celebrating them on the stage and by the way i've noticed this about ryan and natasha another reason that i i stand is that whenever other people are up on stage they are like going with it they're like they're saying oh my god they're so good they're so good like they're they acknowledge they're confident in their own skills they're acknowledging other people's skills mm -hmm. um but the judges loved them absolutely yeah. Yeah. um jamie is wanting to puke and literally oh, jamie's, 
panicking. I She's was dying laughing whenever they cut to her face. Freaking out after watching this performance, which I mean, I would be too because it was fantastic. Um, but they're up next, so she's losing it. Okay, they were on the flip side horrible, <laughs> dude. It was, <laughs> it, it was, was so cr- double cringe to watch because Jamie was so visibly nervous, which obviously the judges picked up on immediately. Um, oh yeah, and he was so visibly, n- so visibly turned off by her yes. as they're performing. Yes. He seemed irritated, but not in like an agitated oh. way. Like he was like, he had had enough. That was the vibe. It was just yeah, like, no. enough. It was just like this is this is sad. It was like I've done what I what I can on the comforting front, and I'm just gonna try to sing this and do a decent job at it. And she, like her hand movements that she just kept doing throughout the whole thing, putting her hand on her shoulder. The whole thing was just it was just. As as everyone was commenting, it was very uncomfortable. I was hiding during it. I didn't see half of it. It was my head was buried in the pillow, Um, and I was laughing so hard because of the judges while they were performing. Tony Braxton, goddess, goddess legend, leans into Brian and is just like, "Is she nervous?" (laughs) I know, asking Brian, and he's like, "Oh yeah." Definitely. 100%. I, have, I have this fantasy that after this, Brian and Tony Braxton became like BFFs and now like text each other. They all it's get like lunch my, together, Rachel, Brian. And I know because then later on, Rachel was saying something and Tony was just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Just <laughs> I like, hope that this became a friend. Pals. <laughs> pals. Um, well, I did love Tony Braxton's on that note, her comments to Jamie because she was it was like a really sweet way to give her critique where she was just like, you are very nervous, but you have no reason to be. And I felt like it was realish, really reassuring and sweet, but she was also being real at the same time. It was She was super, super uh, balanced. She was a great judge. Andy, you know, he was, he was, let's just say he was no Jason. He couldn't come for them so much. He was no, just kind of like. he was a little too neutral. He felt, and you could also tell he was really not enjoying like so many, so much of, of a lot of the performances. And he's no. just like this. Every time they cut to his face, he'd be like this. His faces were my favorite there. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> Every, except for Ryan and Natasha's and Rudy and Matt's, everyone, he was just like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It was so. Oh, also, Rachel noticed, of course, our queen. She noticed, she goes, Trevor, I wish you would have matched her passion a bit because she was all in with you and you were kind of just cool, calm, and collected. And I was like, oh, hey, see, this is the judge that because Rachel is so in tune, this this woman can pick up on what's going on. And this both Rachel and Tony were giving good comments. Both of them were really like insightful about what was going on. Yes. Now it's like these are the judges that actually when they make comments about like if I were to go up on stage and they would make comments about my romantic chemistry. I'd be like, why are there judges talking about my romantic chemistry? If Rachel or Tony would say something considering these comments, I was like, all right, I got to listen to what you guys are saying. I have For to real. take note. Because that was some real shit they were saying. You're I know. tuned in. You're tuned in. Well, Jamie is sobbing afterwards. She's uh, <laughs> like literally like heaving sobbing. And Trevor is just patting her like, please just breathe. Like, I mean, at this point, you can only hope that someone else is just going to take a complete nosedive on stage. Well, lucky for them, it came lucky. up. <laughs> Uh, Chris and Brie beforehand, uh, uh, or right after, excuse me. 
I still think Chris looks 100% dead in the eyes whenever he's on stage. I know. They were like, the judges were like, you know what? This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking, Becca. You know how it was one of those things last week where I was like, I didn't see the Savannah Brandon as awkward as they were saying it. But the judges were like, oh, my God, Brie and Chris, the chemistry, it must just be in person. There must just be something because everyone last week. So stiff to me. I know. I know. But all the judges last week and now all the judges this week were like on their feet, like, oh, my God, the chemistry between you two. So there must just be something in person. That's just or I do wonder about the or I do wonder about the producer hand. Because like yeah. you said, I did not see that that much of weirdness between Savannah and Brandon. But I definitely think that obviously since producers were planning to give Brandon and Julia a date <laughs> together, that was a nice precursor in, and yeah. a nice segue into that. Yeah. So you got to wonder. Yeah. I don't know. But I know they did seem like they were so passionately like, yes, for Brie and Chris's performance. And it was a good performance. Brie actually kind of sounds like Taylor Swift. She does. And I, and I did feel like in this performance, they matched their energy better this time because last I felt like it was nice. It was nice. No, I thought that they did a lovely job. They have both have beautiful voices, but it was just like low key. And, you know, they stared at each other the whole time. Yeah, that I, de- I did not like that performance dynamic at all. I did not enjoy it. I thought the ones who had the perfect balance between that obviously were Ryan and Natasha because they were playing into the thing with each other. But then they also acknowledged that, hey, there's other people in the room that we're putting on a show for. Yes. And that was the thing about Brie and Chris that felt a felt really awkward because it was like we, there's a, there's other people here. You can look away from each other's eyes. But the um, judges stop. were like full throttle. I mean, like I Rachel know. and Brian were like, this is how you sing and show you are in love the whole time. Like I was I'm like, like Damn. I am. Yeah, it's just never break eye contact. Yes. <laughs> just never break eye don't, contact. Don't look away. And then just Chris <laughs> to me, Brie is is very talented and so is Chris. But I just can't. Chris does not to me command the stage at all compared to some of the other performers. And it really bothers me yeah. because I feel like he hasn't gotten any notes and he needs to really like loosen up. We need to see him have fun on stage. Now I feel like I'm one of the judges. We never, I don't feel like I ever see Chris no, have fun you. on stage. No, I hear you. I hear you. Like I he's just kind of standing there singing. So anyway, that's well, my issue with that. I do want to say that Rachel didn't make a comment where she was like, I am not a Swifty, but I might be uh, after hearing you sing this song. And I was like, ah, cue death by Swifties in three, two, oh, one. Rachel oh, made another a reason fatal for people mistake. to come for Rachel. She made a fatal mistake. Why don't you like Taylor Swift? How dare you? And then Andy was like, uh, I'm definitely a, a Taylor Swiftie. <laughs> Please make no mistake. Please. I love Rachel. Knows, she, she will never I know. do anything. I love wrong. it because she's just like, no, I don't. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. And I don't fucking care if like you have a problem <laughs> with that or not. But Andy, Gra- Andy Grammer's just like, no, please don't destroy my career. Swifties. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I really hope to write on her next album. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, this is then when Brie, smart girl, declares in front of everyone that she had whispered that she loved okay, him, but he that didn't hear her. really bothered that me. That bothered me, too. I did so not much. like but it. But again, smart. Smart. But she just ensured that they were going to continue on to the next week and get I, the first. Once again, kind of feel this hesitation from Chris because he's like, oh, if I have heard had heard that, I would have said I love you, too. And I'm like. This is very unconvinc all very unconvincing to me. They're they seem so sweet and like such lovely people and so kind, but there does feel like there is something missing and I can I can 
I, I see that. But I can't read if it's just quite if it's just more their personalities. And I think maybe both of them are just really low key. So we're not getting like this, like, you know, crazy over the top drama. They're both just like smiley, low key, kind people. She just seems to always be initiating these types of displays of affection. True. Remember last time, let's not forget. She hit you with the, I'm falling in love with you. And he said, Oh, I think I'm falling for you too. Not only did she say it first, but it was not even properly reciprocated and in now, bachelor fashion yeah and now and now she says i love you on stage what the fuck is he supposed to say i also felt like that was like that that bothered me because one it was cringe but also two like don't do that i know i wasn't a fan of that either I was don't do that because then what kind of fucking position does that put him in yeah what is he supposed to say That's obviously so like he true. said he's like it's so true. I didn't think about that at all. For like, the first time. And then obviously like, he has to pick it up and be like, I wonder if he did hear her, what her say it. Because he goes, oh, if I would have heard you, I, I would have said I love you too. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, God. That's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. <laughs> I feel like Jamie's going to try to do that to Trevor. And like she's like no take she'll in say, she'll do it again she'll say i think i'm falling in love with you and he'll be like i don't know and then on stage she'll be like i love you so much and then poor trevor's just gonna be like uh i i love you too <laughs> oh my god it's like the public proposal thing oh god okay okay let's move on well uh on to the next which is julia and brandon and that was also painful. It, I do agree with, I don't remember if it was Rachel or Tony's comment said that it seemed like she was trying to really convince him. Well, she was legitimately leaning into like, him. Like yelling at him. And she was singing. almost like, she was, had high heels on, so she was almost, because he like ducks down and plays the guitar too. So she was kind of like almost over him. Like and in she was arch. like, we belong. <laughs> we belong together, bitch. Say it with me. Sing it with me. We belong. Oh my gosh. It was that was so uncomfortable. Like I was I that that performance, I was drenched. My sweat was had gone through like every part of He's my body. It was also awful. It was terrible. It was terrible. I wish I'm glad. Like I'm glad. He's one of the few people where I'm actually like, you're just kind of not it's you're not, not a good. good Andy Andy good. Grammar is not pleased. His face is in full like huh, mode. And then Rachel is leaning into Brian going, I don't think they have any chemistry. <laughs> She's like, it is not there. Um, and then at the end, they like kiss and uh, Chris yeah, Harrison. Yeah, like, that's not how you save it. <laughs> no, Chris Harrison's like, oh, you guys had a little moment at the end of the song. And Rachel's face was like, big eyes <laughs> was like, no, that was so awkward. <laughs> and then, of course, Chris has to be like, so well, like, uh, and and she she said like I can't remember what uh, Julia said. It was something to the effect of like, well, yeah, you know, shit's kind of been going down the past week. And Chris is like, tell us, please inform us. And unfortunately, it kind of they kind of got more of a pass off the judges after that. After she shared like sort of what they had been through, because then Rachel was like, you know, I could tell it was a, or Tony. I can't I can't ever remember who's saying any of this, but one of them was like, you know. I could tell it was a newer relationship. and the, but So they got kind of this pass they got a because full of pass. that narrative. Yeah, Tony was saying something like, I thought you two were in a fight and she was trying to make up for it on stage. Like, you're like yes, that's what's It is actually what is happening, except it's vice versa. Very perceptive. But he, it's actually, she's more mad at him, but yet he doesn't give a shit about anything. So he's not even in, and he gaslights enough that she's now trying to make up for yes. it somehow. And then Rachel was like, it felt more like a karaoke performance. And I was like, ah! 
I love her <laughs> so shade. much. <laughs> shade. Um, well, uh-oh, Julia is not pleased. She is pummeling off the stage. Her, her eyes burn Natasha red. She is just like, I will destroy her. And Brandon, of course, how you doing, sweetie? Throws out the sweetie whenever he's in a corner. And she's just like, not well. I'm like, neither is America if you say sweetie one more time, Brandon. We are not well. We're not going to be okay. And then she says, I feel like you abandoned me out there a little bit. And he's like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, truly. I know. I did love how Juliet then was like, basically, after they get sent home, she's just like, <laughs> Sheridan was a way better performer and we got way better reviews when I sang with him. What was I thinking? I could have just faked my way through this and broken up after it was done. <laughs> totally could have, girl. You dummy. <laughs> you dummy. Well, it is, Julia is going off. She is like, um, it's so hard to perform under pressure when you are emotionally sick of people trying to tear you down. And this is where I'm like, no one's trying to tear you down right now. Like, it, yeah, please. It, it's just everyone's in the same situation. I mean, you kind of put yourself in the situation. Didn't Natasha throw this at the end? Sure. But you also chose a guy who was bouncing back and forth. So like, that's also part of the deal. Well, and Jamie's then freaking out too. Jamie's just like, it's not okay. It's and like, not I was, I'm okay. like, and I'm like, well, you're right. It's <laughs> insane well (laughs) natasha and ryan gotta give them credit to like where credit's due once again they are icons um he is like and this is this is this is why they're this is why they're the best to me he took note last week jason mraz throwing him all that fucking shade but what he did he hopped on that guitar and he let her go like he was supporting her the whole time it was not, he was even more so than a duet. Like, yes, he had like some of his moments and they were great, but it was like, she was going off and he was letting her do his thing. And he's pulled back, playing like shredding on the guitar. And then they go into the audience and they're take one mic in front of the judges. And then like, he pulling her back up on stage, the dip, the kiss. I mean, this is choreographed to perfection. Like these two know what they oh, yeah. are doing. Oh and yeah. Yeah. And the judges are like, oh, finally, we don't have to pretend to like this anymore. This is no, it was like, wow, okay, amazing. This is like, this is like some, this is a legit performance that we're like, it was really good. It was fantastic. They're, they're, they're so good. They really are. Um, And yeah, just beautiful. Uh, Julia's losing it watching mm-hmm. Natasha get complimented per usual mm-hmm. on her skills and she was just like Natasha is a bad person <laughs> well same with Jamie Jamie's like what she did was wrong it was wrong. very wrong oh god well in the green room then afterwards the confrontation goes down and we briefly talked about it but I mean yeah it's it's Julia kind of everything we yeah, already said Julia's tripping balls and and Jamie has her head on her shoulder and it's just like her support person and Natasha they're just kind of going back and forth and then Natasha throws out that insane comment that was just everything about like this isn't about you like we're all proud of what we did so like you know sit down <laughs> and she's like you feel the way you feel and there's just like nothing I can do about that <laughs> I <was> just like <laughs> go off yeah I had no issues with any of that no. like 
I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I honestly didn't have issues with Julia confronting her. I didn't have issues with Natasha completely deflecting it. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. Yep, this all makes sense. <laughs> this makes sense to me. This all makes Brandon, a lot of sense. Brandon, we don't even see Brandon the whole time. Brandon's just kind of sitting there just like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brandon's not getting Carry called on. out. No one's going, uh, Brandon, did you say that yes or no? I mean, that's what I would have done as Natasha. Yeah. I would have been like, hello, let's talk about the guy that's been fucking leading you on. But that's where the proof is in the pudding, like what you were saying. Natasha doesn't give a shit. She knows she just slammed on stage and she's just kind of like, yeah, I don't have time for you two right now. Like, you guys are probably going home. You got horrible critiques. Like, I'm not even going to waste my breath. Like well, my breath, yeah. my throat, my voice is everything. So I'm going to be, I'm going to use as little words as possible because I'm resting my voice. <laughs> and they do those eliminations right on that stage where they just performed too. Yeah. And again, um, even though they were literally at the venue that night, they still don't have the budget where the judges will stay and pass out the roses, even though they apparently made the decisions. <laughs> They've got places Quotations. to be places booked to be. and busy. Well, uh, Bree and Chris first, Matt and Rudy, Natasha, Ryan, Trevor and Jamie, and uh, of course, Julia and Brandon sent yep. home. And uh, yep. Brandon right away is just like, I'm sorry, baby. Sorry if I let you down in any way. <laughs> Julia's like, okay. And you know, Brandon just got straight in that car, went home, never thought about Savannah or <laughs> Julia again. <laughs> Probably went back home to his girlfriend. Probably went back home to his go- girlfriend. I bet he's got a dog. Is now playing on the porch some sort of altar bridge or creed song and uh, is, you know, doing his thing. Probably doesn't even care that much about his reputation on this show. That's the energy that I get. No, I just went and looked and he's getting like no comments or I mean, yeah, it's just no one. It doesn't even matter. It's water (laughs) under the bridge. It's it really is sad. I, (laughs) I mean, what is there to say, you know? Well, so do you think Jamie and Trevor are going to go home next week? Oh, shit. I can't wait to see what happens next week no, with them. Because- next week's going to be a big deal because, well, first of all, they get tour buses, which we've talked about is far and not ever going to happen for most of them and is far away from, I mean, Natasha and Ryan, maybe. Uh, but I wrote on, we were uh, on Chatty Rod's Instagram I was going back and forth with one of the broads and I was like, oh, if they bring a tour bus, I really hope they bring Brett Michaels in as one of the mentors. Oh, and they have a whole rock yes. of love moment where he's got all of his hell rock yes. of love girls. And he's like, this is how you do the tour bus life. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the real mentors. Give us Brett Michaels. Woo. I love that shit. Um, I think it's going to get good. I'm actually, yeah. you know, the the season is... I'm all I'm on a roller coaster. I hate the show. I love the show. You know, I think it's going on the yep. up and up. And they're going to Vegas next week. So we're going to have a change of scenery, which I'm excited for. Um, we have Ashley Simpson, and Evan Ross as judges. Yes, I am. OK. Gigantic fan. Um, do we think Chris and Brie actually get married in that little white chapel? Like, I don't know. No, I, I like I don't I think, think so date. either. But I also could see them doing something like oh, that <laughs> um but i'm very nervous he's like let's get married and chris is just like okay <laughs> maybe yes maybe um well i'm very nervous because backstage drama natasha is crying we hear that she's manipulative then rudy is crying saying if matt doesn't see potential with her like what are they doing and all of a sudden i'm like are matt and natasha vibing 
kind of makes sense because we did we did get that clip you know producers might didn't maybe want to that wasn't maybe a throwaway clip of natasha flirting with matt and having him come closer and her talking about him being cute do matt and natasha hook up these are the real questions. These are the real questions. See. And I don't want anyone to get hurt. But at the same time, I am hoping for that because I would like that. Drama. Me too. We need more. <laughs> Give us more. Well, well, broads, hopefully next week is just as eventful as this week was. Yeah, it was great. Heart. And, and uh, in the meantime, Thursday episode, I'm actually uh, this was an episode that was recorded before all the quarantine started. And um, it's just me because Becca, I think. Can, I, don't I have no idea what, what I was doing. But we have Kara Lowenthal from Unfuck Your Brain. She is incredible. Um, she was so fun to have on, so insightful. And she actually put together this uh, new packet that's how how to handle and survive the pandemic just for the broads, which is super exciting. I'm glad. I'm super excited for all of you guys to see that. Um, and then the following week, we're going to do Listen to Your Heart. And then on Thursday, we will have a very special episode um, that is a double date via zoom with myself becca gray and evan and oh it's fantastic and we recorded it already and it was really fun and my god you're going to find out things about us that our partners had no idea about and vice versa oh, it's so fun it's <laughs> so it's fun. really fun you're gonna love so, it this could be a new fan favorite episode for i think sure. yeah i think it definitely might be up there because my goodness yep all right well broads love you hope you're staying safe staying home and uh chat soon chat soon